Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports news and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. We cover it all from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. So let's do this. And now it's time for coverage of the 2016-2017 Rowland Eagles Varsity Football Team. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Couch Potatoes Butcher for our continuing coverage of the 2016-2017 Rowland Eagles Varsity Football Team as your Eagles are at home taking on the Neyman Forest Rangers live from HPJ Stadium in Garland, Texas. Here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowland Eagles Radio Network. took care of a little technical difficulties. Your Eagles, looks like there was a penalty on the Neiman Forest Rangers, which moved the ball down for the Rowlett Eagles. The ball is at the 39-yard line of the Rangers. It's first down and 10 for the Eagles. We'll bring the crowd here in just a moment. So here we go, all set, ready to go. Flags are still on the ground. He's looking for it. It's right behind you there, pal. <laughs> yeah, that flag is sitting on the ground there right next to him. All right. One of his partners telling him, hey, your flag is over there. <laughs> he's still so looking for it. His, his, uh, yeah, yeah, he, now he's like, hey, I can't find my – where's my flag? Yeah, here comes, here comes the flag jet. All the way back about 30 yards deep. <laughs> <laughs> to cut across the line scrimmage, let him know that his flag's behind him. Well, thanks for everybody for giving us a listen here on the Potato Sports Show. Building Sports Day backed up on that as far as uh, getting out there and everybody being – all right, here we go. Eagles – down and 10 balls on the 39-yard line of the Neyman Forest Rangers. The wide receiver set are near one far. Kobe Morrow in the backfield for the Rowlett Eagles. As the snap comes, they go ahead. They pitch it off to Morrow. He's going to come to this near side, get to the 40. Now he's going to get tackled there by number 42. That was Tahini. So Tahini on the stop there. Kobe Morrow and also on the stop was number 8. Hey, uh, mark that. That was Ziller. So brings up second. On the seven at the game, or maybe yeah, about seven because it's they, they got to get to the 29 yard line for the first down. So, so far, too near as far as the passing situation and on the backfield. Quick snap over to ball caught by the Tosh, and they, it's going to take it down to 
the 27-yard line, and on the stop there was number 88, Lewis. That was a good play. The Eagles are back at the line. They're going no huddle in this first drive as there's eight minutes and seven seconds left to go here in this first quarter. Too far, too near for the Eagles. Weeks in the backfield with Morrow. Quick pass on the near side. Scott, touch. Goes it early. Ten. Five. Touchdown. Rattle. Wow. Eagles, and he just found the seam as the ball was caught down there. He just was able to split the defenders there, Bill, by using his speed. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, he used uh, Ladarius uh, Dickens to give him a good block on one of the defenders and was able just to scoot by the other one and just uh, have a wide open space to the end zone there. So the Eagles now bring on their kicking unit and get you all set there. It is Aldana for the extra point. And we're, we got to look up to see the uh, instant replay. So Aldana gets the snap ball up, and it goes downtown for the Raleigh Eagles. So your Eagles have taken this nothing lead with seven minutes and 52 seconds left to go here in this first quarter. There's a breakout on the football field, and there's a break here on the Couch Play the Sports Show and your Raleigh Eagles Radio Network. We will be right back. Buying or selling your home could be the single most important decision you make in your life. You need someone with the experience and know-how to help you through this decision. Brian Chadwick of JP and Associate Realtors has you covered. Knowing the specifics of the Rowlett and Rockwall area is his specialty. Contact Brian at 972-375-9448 or visit him on the web at brianchadwick.jphomesforsale.com. That's Brian with a Y, not nichadwick.jphomesforsale.com. Here at Bumblebee Johnson Stadium, he's Sterling Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, along with the eagle-eyed Bill Cerna, as our coverage of the 2016-2017 season continues here, live from HBJ Stadium. Your Eagles taking on the name of Forest Rangers. Your Eagles going right to left on your internet radio dial. As Aldana goes ahead, puts it up real high. That's the 35 for your Rowland Eagles, and that was the shot. The shot. How about that? Yeah, and that was a that was a uh, pop up. That yep. was a, that was about as high as you see on a punt, uh, and you were able to get it that that high on a kickoff, which you've been able to do that all year. But uh, that ball went right to the numbers and right to the ground. Definitely looking really good. Your Eagles going to start off this drive at the Neiman Forest Rangers 32 yard line after the muff on the kickoff. So your Eagles will go ahead and take the lead again, and we'll try to update the Facebook here page here in a moment. I've got it all set here on my phone, so I don't know if he's able to do it or not. So we're going to try to double cover. Here we go. The Eagles on 10. Again, balls on the 32-yard line of the name of Rangers. Took our one here for the uh, Eagles in the wide receiving position. Morrow goes in motion. They're going to throw it to him on the screen. He gets around the corner to the 30. Now to the 20. And he's gotten down from behind. And he's going to get down to the 28-yard line on the stop there. On the other side for the Neiman Rangers is number 32. 
and that was Bose. So Bose, not the B O S E, it's B O Z E, not like the nice headphones. It's almost like Bose, but it's a way an O. Yeah, so Bose. So here come the Eagles again. First down and 10 now. From their 23 yard line, Mar with the carry. He's going to take that ball down to about their 15 yard line. And on the stop of the other side, number 45, that was Brown for the Demon Forest Rangers. Your Eagles again back in that quick. Second down, what looks to be about six and a half or seven with the ball on the 15-yard line. Ball snap. is going to keep it. Wow. He was tackled right there on the shins. Number 45 again. That was Brown on the stop, and he got in the backfield really quick and tackled him right at the knees and the shin. Yeah, and you have, we haven't seen that all year long. Because, uh, that offensive line has definitely been holding up in a – Giving a week to the room to get out to you know past the line of scrimmage. At that time, they were able to get in the backfield. So here comes the Eagles on third down. They lost a couple on that one. So the Eagles giving here with the ball on the looks like about a 19, 18 yard line. They have got to get it down to the eight yard line for the first down. Weeks back in shotgun as he's back to pass looking. He throws the rocket across. Well, it looks like it was tipped. It was. It was tipped on the line, almost brought in by number 44, and that was Tahini. So Tahini able to bring it in for the Rangers. That would have been a good turnover for them, seeing how they lost it on the kickoff. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. That was tipped there at the line of scrimmage, and definitely had an opportunity. I think he was surprised that that ball was right in the terms of the way it was. So the Eagles are going to go ahead and kick a field goal. They're going to set it down at the 25-yard line. That means this is going to be a 35-yard field goal for Aldena as the ball snap, ball down, kick up, and Aldena, that was blocked, and he's going to miss it to the right-hand side. So they get in there really quick, number 24. That was Thomas who got a hand on it, which prevented it. It didn't even get to the uh, – all right, so it's going to be a turnover on down. So good defense, and this is what the uh, Rangers are. They're kind of doing a little bit for their defense that they put out on the football field. Yeah, we talked about this in the pregame. That's, that's their strong uh, – they're strong players on their defensive side. So we're actually going to see their offense for the first time. Let's see what they can do. Yeah, and the first time we'll see the Raleigh Eagles defense. They've been resting six minutes and 17 seconds left to go here in the first quarter. So your Eagles now are going to see what they can do defensively to hold off the Newton Forest Rangers. Back at the starting quarterback position is going to be Kofor Jones. Underneath center, man in motion, two men in motion. I'm surprised no flag went flying on that, but they got it set to hand the ball off. Bouncing on to the left hand side. That was actually Kofor Jones. They said he was starting, and it's actually number 10, Hampton, at the quarterback position for the Neiman Forest Rangers. So when they marked off and said he was starting, they had the wrong position. Well, and, and you had asked about that uh, that motion play. You had two guys in motion. Yeah. Especially they were in a shift because yeah. where do you get set? If you go in motion and you don't get set, you can only have one guy. Got it. Since there's two guys and they went to the other side of the line and got set, that's only a shift. Got it. So a shift. Thank you very much. And clock is continuing to run here in the first quarter, five minutes and 42 seconds. And that's what happens on a running game. And that's what you're going to see is they got three men in the backfield. Now there's the two men shift. Now they get set. Weird setup as they hand the ball off. And I'm going to tell you right now, as far as what's going on, they hand the ball off. And that was to Cooper Jones again. The Eagles already know they're going to get run on. So they are set and ready to go. And Terry was on the Stop there for the Raleigh Eagles, and that's going to be one-dimensional. If they keep it that way, the Eagles are going to be able to stop them here. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I think Neymar Forrest, they're, they're doing all these shifts. They're on that line 
So there were three different guys who learned to do you know, a different shift and switch from one side to the line or in from back to the left of the line. Uh, I think they're trying to confuse the Rallis yeah, defense a little bit. And uh, Rallis, they're just playing straight up. They're playing straight up uh, defense and uh, just attacking that ball when it comes to uh, uh, comes to them. Yeah, so you, they got two guys running the ball, but there's one back there. They take it handed off the man in motion number 24 trying to get around the corner there. That was QJ Thomas, and he's going to take it down for about a game eight. Bauer as well as Parkman on the top for you, Rowled. He was Mark. Yes, number 10, Parkman. So there's flag out on the football field, the yellow hanky, personal foul, a chop block. Wow, that's an interesting call, but we've seen that. This is a football team that was going low. We've seen them go low on the quarterback, uh, so they got low blocking going on out there. So a chop block that it's going to be called, that's a 15-yard penalty. As they had the ball on the 25-yard line, they're going to back that up to the 10. Yeah, that's a tough block. Always a dangerous number 53 and number 56. After this, to the go. I don't think you're going to put them, you know, close to a third and 15. Yep, so the ball's on the 11-yard line of the Rangers. Again, your Rangers going left to right on your internet radio dial, and they got, it looks like, a board on the the. Personal foul. Now they're going to stop the clock with four minutes and eighteen. Now the clock is still running, and they called for it to stop. Okay, so reset the clock to 4:39. That's what yeah, that's what they were doing. I was wondering why the clock was running when they were having the flag go off. Yeah, they had 23 seconds were off the clock. Uh, yep. Luckily the officials recognized that and were able to get it moved back. So here we go. It's going to be third down in what looks to be about oh well they got a long way to go. As two men are in the backfield and they go ahead and fake the pitch. Now they're back to pass, putting it up there and deep down the field they overthrew Hampton was trying to get it to his wide receiver McCarthy. He is the guy that has been catching the ball for the New Forest Rangers. Bring up fourth down, and the Eagles are going to have to punt this one. Or the, the Rangers are going to have to punt this one. Yeah, they're going to have to punt it uh, from their own zone. Uh, their kicker's lying up there. Uh, such a uh, hard penalty to, to take because, yes. even if, you know, if, if there was no penalty, it would have been fourth and two, but a bit of manageable uh, punt uh, to get it across midfield. We're here now, they're going to be kicking from their end zone. The Darius Dickens back at the 49 of the Rangers ball was snipped and hit the ground. He is lucky to get that one off. He got a good kick. Dickens fields it at the 40. There's yellow hanky now down to about the 30-yard line. Yeah, another. There's two of them. There's, yeah, close collar. I saw that one. It'll be interesting. That's going to be a block in the back, yeah, on the Rowlett Eagles. So they'll probably back it up on the – well, no, they'll offset. They'll, they'll offset and they'll make them re-kick the ball or uh, – or they'll just take the ball at, at where it's at. But I wouldn't be surprised if they make him kick it again. It'll be really interesting on how that will end up happening. As if they offset, they might make him real. They the officials might make him re-kick it. Well, but, and the kicker definitely got away with one as he yeah, dropped yeah. that ball. But luckily, you know, they didn't go anywhere. He was able to just pick it right back up and uh, and kick it. With that being said. You know, once you see that ball go on the ground, the defender, you want to rush the kicker. So a good job by Rowlett by not interfering with that kicker since they didn't didn't get that ball. So the Rowlett Eagles, they're up seven nothing. And what's what's the call going to be? That's what it was. Instead of a horse call, it was actually a face mask uh, that they called. But uh, they also did call a block in the back. So I block in the back. So I think they're going to they're talking to Rowlett coaches right now to see do you want to have him re-kick it or do you want him to have take the ball. 
uh, where where they got it. All right, so just updating the Rowlett page and getting everybody up to date on what's going on. Here comes the call. Illegal block in the back on the return team and a personal foul face mask. The penalty's offset, will re-kick. Okay, so they re-kick it, and so back from the end zone again, so Dickens is going to get the opportunity to return this one here tonight. Well, and, and I think, uh, you know, because they gave Coach Stevens the uh, option to take the ball, which where they would have been taking it on the 29-yard line, or him re-kick it, I think he feels confident with uh, Ladarius back there that he can get it past the 29-yard line, or the defense can get, the, get to the kicker and block that. So, Ladarius Dickens near midfield as they bring on the kicking unit over there for the Rangers. We'll try to get a number because they don't have a set kicker on the roster. We'll get the number. And the Eagles block it. The ball's going to go down on the one-yard line. The Eagles get the recovery. And the Eagles primed. And so, that was a good call for the uh, head coach. Doug uh, Stevens, Stevenson said, let's just go ahead and re-kick it. That looks good. It looks a lot better than the third one. That was a great call by Coach Stevens because he used to see something that first kick to know that they can get to the kicker. Yes. And that's what they did. Now they got the ball on the one-yard line as uh, Trent Gordon recovered that fumble. So, so that kick. Eagles are prime. They're at the one-yard line. First and goal, obviously. I'm looking for probably Morrow, and Morrow is in the lineup for us, uh, a plunge from Weeks because he can find the whole hole as well. And Weeks looking this over, and they're going to look to the side and get a call here. I'm looking over the left-hand side. There's going to be a timeout on the football field, so that timeout's going to go for the Rangers. So there's a breakout on the football field. That means there's going to be a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Outlet Eagles Radio Network. I'll be right back. Being taken for a ride? Check out Costlow Insurance, serving Texans since 1981. Bundle your home, auto, or business insurance to save a ton. Costlow Insurance on the corner of Main Street and Raleigh Road, where we make insurance fun. Or check us out on the web at costlowinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? We are back here at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. It's me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, along with the eagle-eyed persona, as we got our coverage here. 4.06 left to go in the first quarter for your Rowlett Eagles 7-0 lead, as everybody is now beginning to get here, and there's still cars coming in and the final portions of it. Good crowd for the Rowlett Eagles. Some made the trip over here from the Amy Forest Rangers. Yeah, and this is homecoming week for Rowlett, so a great crowd. We had a, a ceremony before the game, uh, and uh, so a lot of people were here early. Matter of fact, uh, I didn't get my normal parking spot today as I had to park a little bit further as uh, there was an early crowd, so... Uh, good to see a lot of people out here. Not only that, when you're 5-0 and, and, and you know, it's starting to uh, get known uh, around the city on uh, uh, how well this football team is doing, you're going to get a little bit more of the community out here. So hopefully I'll continue to break. All right, so here come the Eagles. Two, three stacked at the top. Hand the ball off the mall. Touchdown! Rowlett Eagles as well. That was just too easy. One play as they had three wide receivers that they were going to think about passing it. I, they did not have intention at all to pass it, but it was set up that way. They bring on Aldana. No, you're absolutely right. They sacked three receivers to the far right uh, to take three of the defenders out uh, 
uh, out there with them, and then um, just made it uh, pretty easy in the end of tomorrow. All right, so they bring on Aldina for the extra point. Ball snap, ball up, and kick. It goes downtown for the Raleigh Eagles. So the Eagles got the lead, 14 to nothing, with four minutes left to go here in this first quarter. Breakout on the football field means a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We'll be right back. It always happens. 6 p.m. on a Saturday night and your heater or air conditioner goes out. What are you going to do? All the heating and air conditioning people are closed. How about 24-hour service available at 5-Star HVAC Contractors? You can be sure to be serviced amazingly fast. That's 5-Star HVAC Contractors serving Relev 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 214-457-8441. Call the experts at 5-Star HVAC Contractors. You're on. Welcome back to Homer B. Johnson Stadium as we uh, quick update on the going uh, on at the game up the road here over at Stadium Stadium. Maxie Mustang right now with five minutes left in the first quarter is up 21 nothing on the Cardinals. Wow. Wow. That's that's actually disappointing. As we, we saw the Owls. They were a good football team for the past two years. Oh, yeah. And it's, and it's a little bit too bad to see where they are right now. Down 21 nothing here in the first quarter. Yuri goes up 14 nothing with four minutes left to go here in the first quarter as the Eagles ready to kick this one off. They got Kofer Jones back there and number 24 that is Thomas. And it's going to bounce. And Thomas had to pick it up and moving around, going around the corner to the 20. And he's going to be brought down at the 24-yard line. And mark that that was Simpson. on the, uh, It was number 24, right? 24 or 23. I think it was 24. Because that's 24. Yeah, so it was there, Thomas. There is my little uh, cheerleader that throws the ball like a yeah, like, like Tom Brady. This one right here. There's the one that's running away right now. Yeah, so every game she throws it up in, high into the stands. I, I, I'm impressed. Yeah, there you go. Sign her up. <laughs> so 3:53 left to go. The name of force going to try to do something here offensively as they have not been able to put anything together so far in this game tonight. As the Eagles have the commanding lead right now. As they get lined up, two near for the Rangers, two in the backfield for the Rangers as well. As they hand the ball off and trying to push it down, the Eagles snuff it away as the Eagles are right up on top of it. And on the stop for your Raleigh Eagles number 54, that is Culliver. Well, and Culliver was actually uh, in combat with the offensive lineman, and the running back came up right behind him, and he actually tackled him with his offensive lineman all over him. So that was a great sensation by Culliver. All right, so the clock continuing to run here in the first quarter, as that's what happens with the run game. It will go ahead and it will make this game go a lot faster as the Eagles now get set for a second down and what looks to be about seven. So, well, no, about ten. So they go ahead and it's going to be a quarterback keeper. Hampton going to go around. He's going to look to throw it. Finds an open man at about the 37-yard and juggling it around. Look at him push down there. Number 18 out there uh, pushing the ball down on the football field. That is Taylor. So Taylor gives 
the Rangers great field position after the uh, quarterback keeper. He was going to run it. Instead, he decided to throw a found Taylor. Big, big play there. Taylor, Chase Taylor on the reception or on the tackle. Yeah, there was a lot of shoulder tackle, arm tackling from the Rowlett uh, yes. defense that gave him those extra yards. So, uh, uh, usually you don't see that from the Rowlett defense, so hopefully they can uh, correct that and, and uh, wrap around the waist like they're supposed to. All right, so first down and 10. Ball's on the 49 of the Eagles. Rangers driving one near, and they hand the ball off to Kofa Jones. And Kofa Jones, what a great play. Out on the football field for your Rowlett Eagles, number 10, Parkman, as well as getting in there with Starks. So, wow, what a play. And uh, preventing him. And that guy is back, Kofa uh, uh, Jones. Yeah, he, he is. And uh, long legs, and uh, he came from the back of the backfield. And uh, he, for a minute there, he found a hole, and that he was going to get some uh, positive yardage, but they shut it down real quick. So, clock continued to run. Two minutes left to go here in this first quarter as the Eagles have the 14 nothing lead still. And here come the Rangers to the line. There's two in the backfield, one far in the wide receiving position. And they go ahead and hand it off, and Taylor pushes it down the about two, and on the stop for your Rowlett Eagles, number 48, Taylor. So we got Taylor and Taylor again, yep. So last play was Taylor and Taylor, same guys, Taylor and Taylor on this one. Brings up third down now for the Rangers as the clock continuing to run here with one minute and 26 seconds left to go in the first quarter. Well, it looks like a name force is utilizing the clock as much as possible. They're they're not uh, snapping the ball to us under five seconds on, on the play clock, so they're definitely trying to uh, uh, slow down this game compared to Rowlett's offense. Two near, one far in the wide receiving position. The one far went out way before the huddle break, and they pass it out there. Ball caught right at the 38-yard line. That was McCartney. Now, he is the guy that gets most of the yards uh, on the receiving yards for the – Rangers and Jaquel Davis on the stop for your Eagles. That's going to bring up fourth down. This is a decision time for the Rangers, and they are going to go ahead and yeah, they're going to kick it. No, no, they got. They're actually set up. There we go. So back in the, it's Hampton underneath center. There's the three far, three near. They're going to back it up and they hand it off, push it up the middle, and the Eagles. And he looked at him just push all the way. Number 73, that, that's um, Isidore. Yeah, there it is, Isidore on the uh, run right up the middle. They get the first down. He just buffaloed his way that yeah, way. And, and absolutely, that was just a lot of uh, strength. They did have him right there at the line of scrimmage. He was able not only to get the two yards for the first down, but to pick up another five or six with it. Yeah, and Wellington with the stop for your Raleigh Eagles and may not get one more playoff as they're not even in huddle. So we're going to go ahead and take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Your Eagles lead 14 to nothing. After one, we'll be right back. Let's face it. Electricity is nothing to play around with. You want a professional taking care of it. Allen Bauer Electrical is your premier electrical contractor company. Whether it's residential or commercial, or even high-voltage services, we offer it at Allen Bauer Electrical. We specialize in all different types of electrical services while understanding all the mechanics of what is needed for any electrical service job. Reasonable, reliable, with true attention to detail to the customer is our specialty. Give Allen Bauer Electrical a call at 214-356-0197 to find out how we can be a service to you. Allen Bauer Electrical, proud sponsor of the Raleigh Eagles radio broadcast. 
Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. We are back here at HBJ Stadium. The Rangers hand the ball off, and you're getting it, pushing it down to about the 31-yard line. And that was Kofor Jones in the backfield. And on the stop for your rally equals Dylan Bauer. He was able to get in there and good shoulder tackle right there by Bauer. Yeah, absolutely. He was able to get good penetration and just stuff him up and stand him up in the So it brings up second down and 10 as your Eagles very successful first quarter. 14 to nothing, able to hold off these Rangers here. Well, and then it's like we talked about, they've all year they've been able, been able to start off uh, strong. Two in the backfield, one far in the wide receiver position. They do a little shift in the backfield to get it set. They pitch it off to Kofor Jones, trying to get around the corner. Good block. He finds a hole. Two to 20, and he's going to be lifted up off the ground to about the 12-yard line. And I'm not sure who was that. Ah, Jack L. Davis, nice tackle to make sure that he wasn't going any and further. Fundamental, as soon as he hit him, he stood him up, and uh, he wrapped him around the waist like you're supposed to and just drove him backwards. And here's the replay. There it is. Great tackle. And he's just making sure he didn't that, move that, any forward. That, if you're doing textbook on tackling, that's exactly how it is. You get him by the waist, uh, around the bottom, you lift him up, and you drive him backwards. All right, so it's first down and 10 for the Rangers who are going right to left on your internet radio dial. They're at the 17-yard line, first down and 10, two in the backfield, one shift. At, wow, they didn't shift at the same time. They go ahead and hand them off in the near. Wow, they just, they, the Eagles just wrapped that up as they were trying to do something fancy in the backfield as Weggington was there, as a couple other uh, Rowlett Eagles were there. On the stop for your Eagles, number 14, and that was Betts, along with Waggington. So the clock continuing to run here. It's going to bring up, and that was a loss on the play. They lost about three yards on that as they got in the backfield really quick, too, Bill. That was amazing as they got going. So here comes second down and 13 for the Rangers, and they are set, and the Eagles are set, ready for the handoff. Back to pass, though, moving around, puts the ball off of the hands. Hampton had a wide-open receiver, number five out on the football field. That was James. He was unable to bring that one in, and he was wide open at the 10-yard line. Yeah, absolutely, and I'm surprised he was that wide open as there was defenders all um, around him but not on him, and uh, for him to be that open so close to the end zone is kind of surprising. So it's third down now, third down and 13 for the Rangers. They have unable to move the ball. The ball's on the 20-yard line of your Rowlett Eagles. they got to get it down to the 12-yard line for the first down. Mark that. Yeah, they uh, mark that, the 7-yard line. 
So here we go. Back to pass. Hampton looking. He's getting rushed all over the place. He's getting he looked like he looked he looked like a pinball as the Raleigh Eagles defense knocked him around and the key one, it was the homecoming prince. Colby Terry. Yeah, absolutely. And a great uh uh Great stance by Raleigh defense to stay in their lanes and not yes. to get out as as a quarterback started scrambling. So looks like yeah, looks like they're going to go for it on fourth, but now they're going to bring out their kicking team. All right, so yes, they're going to go ahead. That's actually a good idea. Get some points out of it. Um, it, it. You're still down. You're going to be down 11 even if they make it. But that having been said, that's a good idea to get up there and get some points and show some positivity on the drive. Uh, that was set. So they go ahead. They bring on the kicking unit. It's blocked by the Rowland Eagles and picking up the balls on the ground. And the Eagles trying to roll down on it, and they do. So we found out the kicker. The kicker's number 31 for the uh, for the Name and Forest Rangers, and it's a number that is not on the uh, roster that was given. Unless Bill could take a look at it and see if I just missed it. But your Rowland Eagles with the block and the. Still with the lead with 9.06, and that ball, where are they going to play? They're talking about something out there. It's probably where they're going to place the ball. Yeah, it is. It was Trenton Gordon that came in from the right side and was able to get his hands on that ball. So now the Eagles are going to get the ball. They're still talking about that. Right at, right now it's set at the 15-yard line. And I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure what they're talking about out there on what that was all about. It was clearly fourth down. It was clearly a block kick, and, and it was a clear recovery by Rell. Right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So not sure what they were talking about there. But that being said, your Eagles are all set. First down and ten. Ball is on the 16 yard line of the Eagles. So. Back in the shotgun. Is that Weeks? It sure looks like it. And back to pass is Weeks. He's got to put the ball up and finds open man taking to the 40. Now to the 50 and trying to break it to the 40. Now to the 30, to the 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Wow, Ed Eagles, 83-yard pass play for the Eagles. And boy, oh boy, they just turned it around quick. That was sweet. Well, and that was a great pass by Weeks as he was able to get Dickens nice rocket. Yeah, a great uh, pass and uh, catch. And as uh, Dickens caught it, as the defenders came from the left, he just moved to the right and uh, or I'm saying moved to his left and was able just to pass all of them and just work his way downfield. How about the Rowled Eagles? Big time play bring on their kicking unit. I read the ball snap, ball down, kick up, and it goes downtown for the Raleigh Eagles. So the Eagles have taken the lead 21 to nothing with 8 minutes and 52 seconds left to go here in this. Uh, it's the second quarter now. So there's a breakout on the field. We'll take the same break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Raleigh Eagles radio network. We will be right back. Here's another tip for a healthier you from Fit Body Boot Camp. One of the best things you can do for a healthier you is to instill yourself a love of water rather than sugary drinks. Soda pop and juices are filled with empty calories that encourage weight gain. The easiest way to do that is to stock your house with lots of bottled water or filtered water. Don't even have the soda pop readily available so you'll grow a custom of only drinking water. This has been another healthy tip from Mark Hall and Rowlett Fit Body Boot Camp. Give them a call at 214-888-2844 or visit them on the web at www.rowlettfbbc.com. 
back at Homer B. Johnson Stadium, it's me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, along with the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna, as we are here at HBJ Stadium. Nice night after a rain all morning this morning, Bill. Yeah, absolutely. And it was definitely a, a great night to have football here. All right, so... Here's the kick out and fielded by Kofor Jones at the 8. He's going to bring it around to the 20. Now to the 30. The Eagles sw- he swarmed on him at the 35-yard line. What he was doing, he was going up to the far side of the field, and then he was trying to cut, cut it back after he found an alley, and the Eagles swarmed on him at around the 37-yard yeah, line. Absolutely. That was a great return uh, to put them in reasonable uh, field position as they get up to the 37-yard line. Uh, you know, th- Tough for the Rangers to uh, to go to that because uh, they, you know, it's such a momentum changer. They were about ready to score themselves, yep. and then all of a sudden they turned the ball over, and then on the first play, give up an 83 yard touchdown pass. All right, here we go. First down and 10 for the Rangers going right to left on your internet radio dial. They go ahead and pitch and trying to get around the corner, number 24, trying to get there, not going to get there. That's Key J. Thomas. And for your rally, he goes on the tackle was number 30. That was Reggington. Reggington making his presence known out on the defensive side of the ball here tonight. Bill, he's been all over the place. He is, and this is a, his type of game. It's going to be a lot of running, a lot of uh, up. Between the tackles running, and uh, that's what he likes. Uh, it puts him right there in his wheelhouse. So that's going to bring up second down. No gain on that play. So the Eagles' defense prevents any kind of forward motion. Too far, one near in the passing game. One in the backfield that is under center is Hampton. Back to pass. Slant pass caught at the 42-yard line. Looking to push it down to the 49-yard line. It's first down. Wagenson had to pull him back from behind there, Bill. And it's a good thing he was there because he could have got a lot more. Well, that was a great strength by, uh, by uh, Adrian, Adrian Brown as he was get good yards on that. Here we go. Hand off the ball, trying to get around the corner. Number 21, that is uh, Willis. And your Raleigh Eagles on the stop, number 35. Of course, that was – that's Tylen Taylor. So they got Chest Taylor and Tylen Taylor. I don't know if they're brothers or not, um, but, but out on the football field. Game of about one, and that's going to bring up second down for the Rangers. It's the ball sitting at midfield as the Eagles have been able to pretty much put a kibosh on that rushing game from the Rangers. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, you know, that, that's the way uh, Rowell has been all year. The problem is when you give that one long one, so as long as they can keep that long uh, miscue, and uh, give up that easy touchdown, they're going to be in business all night. Well, and if you become one-dimensional against this football team, you are going to lose it. There's a timeout because the play clock was down, so there's a timeout on the football field. means a timeout here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We will be right back. Are you having trouble understanding Social Security planning? There are a lot of questions that have to be answered, like when does it make most sense for you and your spouse to start receiving Social Security? What is the impact of your Social Security benefits if you work during retirement? How much of your Social Security will be taxed each year? Let Nest Egg Wealth Advisors provide you with that direction to these decisions. Call our offices today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nesteggadvice.com for your complimentary guide to Social Security. Hey, it's all good. All right, it is all good for you, Rowland Eagles here at 
HBJ Stadium, 21 nothing. Seven minutes, 12 seconds left to go in the first half of play for your Rowlett Eagles. And they are on the defensive side of the ball right now as they're trying to prevent the Rangers from moving the ball. Second down and nine, balls at midfield for the Rangers. Two in the backfield, one far as they go back. Hampton, play action. Now he's going to throw the ball over the head. And he should have caught it. It hit him right there. It hit him in a bad place. It hit Brown right in the hands. Um, unable to bring that one in. And he was going to get popped right away. He heard well, footsteps. And I was just going to say, he heard Trenton Gordon coming. And uh, uh, I don't think he wanted anything to do with that ball because he was about ready to get smacked and messed like that. He did hit him, but he laid off of it. Yeah, he did. Uh, <laughs> he still, uh, still popped him up pretty good. good. He went out on the sidelines to get a breather. So that's going to bring him now third down and nine for the Rowlett Eagles. Defense as they've been playing really spot on. Two near, one far for the Rangers, one in the backfield. Hampton underneath center, back to pass, looking near. Eagles rushing. He's going to take off. Hampton pushes it down right to the 42 yard line. So that's going to bring up fourth down and about two as your Rowlett Eagles, number 55, prevents the first down. And that is Sinarso. Sinarso, say it. Sinarso. Cessineros. Cessineros. There you go. Cessineros. They're going to bring in their meat package that we uh, say in arena football. They're going to bring in the meat package. They brought in some big boys uh, on the line to try to push out that extra two yards. And they've, been, they've been getting positive yards so rushing the footballs, but they got to get two and a half. It's fourth down. Here we go. And they, look at the Eagles. They're all piled up there as everybody on the line. Handoff. Push it. Number 73. Ah, yellow hanky. I think that was a false start. Um, um, for No, but they, they continued the play, so it was probably outside. So it's going to be outside on the outlet. Yep. Big number 73 uh, it is a and let's see what they call here. I think they already indicated that it was offsides. There it is. Offsides on the defense. Gives them the first down. And a first down. So the automatic first down. So that'll push the ball down to the 38-yard line for the Rangers. This is actually a good drive for the Rangers. They're doing everything they do right. So let's see what the Rangers do. And the Eagles defense is going to try to stop them from moving the ball. Men shifting all over. Now everybody's set. One near, one far. And that guy jumped off early, but pushing it up the middle, number 21, that is Willis. So pushing it down. Oh, see, it looks like they're going to put it there at about the in between the 33, or yeah, in between the 33 and 34 yard line. It's going to bring up second down in about five. And yeah. going with uh, so many guys moving, you know, you got shifts there. But you had mentioned a guy that uh, was offside. He was actually the guy that wasn't in motion as the ball was snapped. But got it. Right before there, there was like three guys that were shifting. Yeah. So here we go. They're going to be set up and again two in the backfield. They shift to the inside one far in the passing lane. They go ahead, get it off to Compton Jones around the corner and get now Kofor Jones getting nowhere. That is pursuit on the ball bill and Reggington was right up on it quick and they know they got to get up on his quick because he is very fast. Well, Reggington came from the other side yes. of uh, the line to be able to pick that up. And from behind, there was a great play and, that, and if he didn't get it, there was a clear lane that he was trying to jump through and he might have got about five or six yeah, and uh, last time they ran that play, they did get like 15 to 
15 yards on that sweep. So uh, definitely a great penetration by Rella to slow that up. Time down and seven balls on the Eagles 35-yard line. Tim Neal, one far for the Rangers. First time we call the regular back. Here we go. Hampton, quick pass. It's caught at the 30-yard. The yellow hankies false start as the... Whistles came a blowing before the play. There it is, the false set. And that's actually a good thing because they had the first down after the catch, so that actually worked out really good as they were trying to push the ball out to McCartney. Yeah, you're absolutely right, and uh, that definitely took away momentum for uh, Neyman Ford because they were going to have that first down uh, inside the 30-yard line. Four minutes and 40 seconds left to go here in this first half. It is going by quick. It's, we've only been on air for 47 minutes, and we're about ready to go into our halftime. Our halftime, we are going to bring the band, so which is really awesome. We're going to bring the band. Um, they are the second and um, the marching band, so that will be cool. And, of course, we got our halftime going on. Here we go. Is third down and 12. That's the pass. Hampton trying to get the ball around, goes to the far side, puts it up in the air, out of bounds, incomplete, and that's going to stop the clock with four minutes and 10 seconds left to go. Your Eagles really, really doing a good job defensively as they are trying to shift it up and change it around. There's the yellow hinky. It's going to be a personal foul. Who's that going to go? The roughing the passer. So that was, he was a runner at that time. I, that, that's a horrible call, Bill, because he's a runner at that time. He should be able to put a hit on him, and it wasn't an extra hit unless I missed it. Okay. Because you're the eagle eye. He's a runner if you run. Right. He's just scrambling out. He still threw the ball. But he can still take off running. Once he moves outside of the pocket, isn't he considered right? And I'm asking because I don't know. Isn't he considered, considered runner, running? You're considered a runner if you run the ball. If he's scrambling out to, to throw the ball, he's, he's still, still a passer. Got it. All right. If you run like you're running, like it's a running play, then you're a winner. Got it. All right. I want to see it pop. And that that's just, I, he was so far outside of the pocket, he should be able to tackle the guy and put a pop on him. But they get the first down. Ball on the 25-yard line of your Eagles as they got a real set three on the far, and they fake a pitch and then trying to go on a jet sweep around, trying to get there and getting nowhere. What a play. It was QJ Thomas running the ball, and Dylan Bauer just, he just was right behind him. He just whipped him down to the ground. What a play. He was not going to be able to do around Dylan Bauer. Yeah. Dylan Bauer just hung with him and was able to wrap him up uh, behind the line. To speed because he was from behind. He came from the other side of the field as well. So that brings up second down and nine for the Raleigh Eagles. Balls on the 24-yard line of the Eagles as the Rangers driving here with three minutes and 33 seconds left to go here in the first half. Hampton underneath center, two in the backfield, one far in the wide receiving. They go ahead, pitch it, trying to get around the corner and get it over to, uh, it looks like, Cradell and not able to get around the corner. As your Eagles say, ah, they ain't going to work for you. So, uh, Gordon on the stop for your Rowlett Eagles as he moved in really quick and caught him in the back. Well, and I, I just think the speed of the Rowlett defense is not giving them a chance to get around the corner. Uh, like they probably had success with other teams, they're not being able to do it well. Well, it's matching. The, the defense of the Raleigh Eagles secondary and the uh, linebackers are just as fast as Kofor Jones as well as QJ Thomas. So the, the speed is their advantage, but the Eagles' speed is right there with them. Two near, one far for the Rangers. Underneath center is Hampton, one in the backfield. Back to pass, looking. It's caught, and he's going to break it down, push it down to the five-yard line. Number 45, that was Brown. 
on the reception. He's going to take it down to the two-yard line. So the Rangers are in business as they got a first down and goal from the two-yard line. They go play there, just breaking tackles right there. He missed that tackle there, and then he was able to push it down. We're watching it from behind, and on the stop for your Allied Eagles was Seaton. So Seaton with the stop, and that puts – First down and goal from the two. Hampton up underneath center two in the backfield. They go ahead. They hand it off in the front man and pushing it down. I don't think he got there as he's going to be put down at the one-yard line. And on the stop for your Raleigh Eagles, number 48, that was Chase Taylor, and there's a timeout on the football field. So a timeout on the football field. We'll be back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show with your Eagles leading 21 nothing. At two minutes and ten seconds left to go in the first half, we'll be right back. If you're like me, you want your hot coffee in the morning. But as it's getting closer to summer and getting hotter outside, you'll want something more refreshing and cold. With a surefire menu of cold drinks, Scooters is sure to satisfy. Whether it's iced coffees, blenders, smoothies, or even cold tea. Check out Scooter's Coffee located at Rowlett Road in the 66 with a convenient drive through so you're sure to get in and out real quick and on to your business. That's Scooter's Coffee located in the Timberlake Shopping Center in Rowlett. There we go. I, I turned my mic off. Back here at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. Didn't need to do it, and I did it anyway. That's it was, usually me doing it. Yeah, that is. That's normally you. All right, so first down, our second down and goal from the one. And Hampton with the ball. He goes ahead. He's going to keep it. He's going to push. He tripped over his own players. He had the angle to get in, Bill. And the Eagles stop him. But it really, in reality, it was their offensive line that stopped him. So there's a timeout on the football field as they have a one play. We'll be right back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Let's hear from our sponsors, Spirit Outfitters. Spirit Outfitters offers in-house screen printing, embroidery, team uniforms, custom apparel, rhinestone designs, laser engraving, and Spiritware, your one-stop sports shop where you can actually shop at 3538 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 101, Rowlett. Find them on Facebook, Spirit Outfitters, www.thespiritoutfitters.com. Info at thespiritoutfitters.com. Approved GISD vendor, proudly supporting GISD athletics. Spirit Outfitters. Back at... HBJ Stadium, quick timeout for the Eagles as they want to try to prevent him from getting this. Third down goal. There's two minutes and six seconds left to go. And Hampton was definitely going to try it. He's going to overlook and see where there might be a crease for him because I think this is a quarterback keeper as Hampton's up underneath center. They got big number 73 in the backfield. They hand it off to big 73. And, ah, ah, you're around, Eagles. Play down way ten on the stop, and it's on the near side. And uh, big number seventy-three, he is a big boy. That is a zeter. Couldn't get in. Well, and I think he's just using all his uh, his thighs to be able to lean forward. And Rowlett was able just to sit him up. Uh, and he tried to get a little cute and tried to move the outside, and Rowlett was right there to tackle him. So. Uh, yeah, definitely big fourth down play coming up as uh, Name of Force puts in their big meat package. Definitely. Fourth down, timeout. We'll be right back. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. 
We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience. So roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. All right, we are back at HBJ Stadium. Here it comes. Big fourth down. The Eagles trying to give them zero in the first half. Hampton, underneath center, too far, one near. They hand the ball off the middle, and the Eagles swamp them. There's no way. The Eagles get a turnover on Dallas. What a play. Goal line stand by your rally. Eagles number 94, Colby Terry on the stop. Yeah, that's a... yeah, that's a great stop. It's four downs. Four downs with one yard. Yes, from the two-yard line it started. They got one yard on first down, and after that, they are blanked. Well, and, uh, this is a rally time. They've got to go 99 yards in the next 155 uh, to see if they can score again. And, and I don't know if they even really are going to – I don't want to say if they don't want to try, but I mean, after that play, after that goal line stands, wouldn't that be great to see a touchdown here? That is just to cap that good play. Well, you know, Coach, Coach Stevens, Coach Stevens he, he's not going to steal the ball. So here we go. Weeks is in the shotgun too far. One near for your Rowlett Eagles as they're going left to right on your internet radio dial as there seems to be some conversation. Yellow hanky, they're throwing down as the team is not in the box. Against Diamond Forest. It's going to be a sideline warning against uh, Diamond Forest as they were down uh, around the 10-yard line on the sideline. Yeah, they got to stay within the 30, uh, from the 25 to the 25. And they're not allowed to be outside that box. So here we go. First down and 10 for your Rowlett Eagles. Three far, one near. Morrow in the backfield for the Rowlett Eagles. Weeks looking things over as the Neyman Forest Rangers. looks like they're playing a little man out there. They're going to get beat that way as Weeks is going to keep it. Finds the lane. He's going to get whipped down at about the eight-yard line. So first down and 10. He's picked up about seven on that. Good play there. And on the stop for your Neyman Forest Rangers was Brown. Yeah, his object was just to get to a little bit breathing room and get out to a little bit more green for them. Four wide receivers set for the Eagles. So far, too near for the Eagles. Marl's going to be in the backfield with Weeks. They should really take advantage of that one-on-one on the outside. Here we go. Here comes Weeks. Pass ball caught. And that's Bolden, number 87 for your Raleigh Eagles. And he gets the first down. They'll take it down to about the – in between the 17 and 18-yard line. Good play. Well, I don't know about you, Sonny, but Weeks seems a little bit more on target today. A little yes. bit more zip on his throw. Yes. Uh, and a little bit more accurate. confident. And accurate. And he's been accurate all night. Too far, too near, as sometimes the ball has been getting away from him. And so it looks like he's bringing the ball down and giving and delivering very well to his wide receivers. So that's nice to see. As improvements throughout the season are happening. Too far, too near for the Eagles. Goes Morrow in the backfield for Weeks. Weeks gets the snap. He's back to pass play action. Caught by Bolden again. He had to go down to the ground, and they're going to they're saying incomplete. And then that's actually probably a good thing to call it incomplete because uh, that clock would have been running. They need to put about three or four seconds back on it, but I don't know if they're going to do it. Eagles still up 21 nothing here with a minute 14 left to go. It's going to be second down and 10 for the Eagles. And I don't know if that here. Well, I think, well, I think time. the coach is kind of winding up to him, but hey, there, you want to check the time. Let's see here. 
So the coach wants the time back on the Correct. clock, and they're not putting it on there. Um, after it was incomplete, the clock should have stopped, and a good six seconds went off the clock, and that could come back on them later. So here it goes. Second down and 10, ball on their own 18-yard line as the Eagles are moving uh, left to right on your internet radio dial on their own 18-yard line. Back to pass. Going deep down the field. Just overthrew. I mean, just that was about two yards far for the Darius Dickens couldn't catch up with it. And that was, that was a really good pass. I mean, even though it was just a couple of uh, feet over his head, that was a beautiful pass. It was. He comes up with it, though. He comes up in stride. He's scoring a touchdown. Well, and we're talking about getting better and uh, and being more accurate. Guess what? That was more accurate for him because a lot of the times he's really overthrown. At that time, he had the right touch on it, Bill, and well, I was hoping that Darius could run under it. Absolutely right. And to be able to get uh, past the secondary that easily with a minute left in the half. Absolutely. Probably uh, surprised him, too. Third down and 10, ball on their own 18-yard line. Back to pass this week. So he's looking where the three wide receivers are, and it's going to break down. Week's going to have to take off. Someone had him by the back of the jersey, but he's going to get back to the original line of scrimmage around the 18-yard line. Marathon by loss, so it's going to be on the 17-yard line. They'll bring up fourth down for the Eagles. They're going to have to punt the ball. They still need 48 seconds. The clock is running. Well, and yeah, it was a rush. So, so it's, yes. They're it's going a, to run the clock. Exactly. I'm surprised the Rangers aren't calling timeout and utilizing their last timeout. Yes, they might as well. Well, maybe if they call timeout, they'd have about 50 seconds left and probably the ball around midfield, so I'm surprised they're not calling their last timeout. I agree. This uh, this was a mistake, and, it's a, you know, the clock management not there. They should have used that timeout. They had a little bit more time. As they go ahead, they go up. They're going to kick that ball back is Q.J. Thomas, and the ball's kicked, and it's going to – Where'd it go? I, I lost it, Bill. <laughs> I lost it. I have no clue where it went. Uh I, I, Dylan Watson was trying to angle it um, towards the sideline, but he angled it too much as it only went up to the, about the 30-yard line. Got it. And what I did is after he kicked it, I went to right to here to find out who was there, who was receiving the kick, and didn't actually see it go off the You know what? You could see that he was angling it towards the sideline, but the ball went straight towards the sideline. And, and uh, it was actually uh, ended up only being about a 15-yard Punt. Well, see, interesting play here. They give about 10 yards on that. They can maybe, if they, well, they got that timeout. So, in, in reality, they can do a quick pass and then call timeout, maybe kick field goal. So, they also, Hampton's going to go in the shotgun. Too far, one near in the backfield for the Name of Forest Rangers. Ball snap, back to pass. He's looking. He's going to go and is tripped up over there as the ball was just a little bit out of reach of his wide receiver. And on the, uh, that was McCarthy, McCartney and unable to bring it in. I want to call that guy McCarthy, and I don't know why. Think of Paul. Paul. Paul, Paul McCartney. McCartney, there you go. I should do that. So. Well, and it looked like there was uh, some confusion with the Rangers. You had two receivers right in the same general area with, both, right. with their defenders on them. So definitely a log jam, and that ball was tipped up in the air, and anybody could come down with that. Damon Forrest needs to call a timeout, or if the, if the ball's caught, if he's tackled inbounds, they need to get it right away. Here we go. Hampton, back to pass, putting the ball up a little floater just out of the reach. So that's going to bring up third down, leave three seconds. They're going to have to bring on the kicking unit. I don't know if they got a kicker that can kick it that far. Um, as they don't have a specific kicker on the roster, um, no, because they, they would probably be licking about um, about a 50-yard field goal. So it looks like they're going to bring in uh, a receiver here, and I think they're going to try to go just downtown. 
All right, so here we go. Yeah, number 31 is their normal kicker. We don't have that on the roster, number 31, who's doing the kicking. Let's I missed I miss it, Bill? Yeah, no 31 on the roster who is doing the kicking, uh, the punting. So here it comes. Third down and 10, three seconds. So the last play of the half for the Name and Force Rangers. Back to pass. Looking. Here come the Eagles rush, and they're going to sack him back at the – oh, the ball's on the ground, and they had to get it covered. Number 79, Davis had to cover it, and that's going to do it for the first half of play for the Rowland Eagles as they have to leave here 21 to nothing. How about that? That is exciting for the Rowland Eagles. The Eagles band is actually going to come on first. Oh, no, here's the Name and Forest Rangers. So I'm not sure who's going to go first. Uh, we will play plan it this way, if the Eagles go first, which normally they don't. Home team usually goes second. So uh, we'll find out. If they do, we'll go into our halftime show if Damon Forrest comes on there, and then we will bring it back for the uh, band. Can, can we just call it the Battle of the Band? It, it, well, I, I, we, we got more in the band <laughs> as well, too. More football players, and we got more in the band. I mean, we, we got a football team over here, <laughs> but, and they got about, you know, they got about 45, 50 people, and they are going to come out on this. So we're going to go into our halftime show, and when we come back, we'll bring back in the marching band, Rallied Eagles. We'll take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Enjoy halftime. We'll be right back. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about the Mitchell Law Firm. Looking for a bankruptcy attorney in Rowlett? Talk directly to your bankruptcy attorney, not their paralegal. Get a personal touch directly from Greg Mitchell. The Mitchell Law Firm handles a wide variety of bankruptcy-related matters, including litigation arising out of bankruptcy matters in state as well as federal court. We represent both individual and small business debtors in Chapter 7, Chapter 11, and Chapter 13 bankruptcies. For more information, come in contact with Greg Mitchell at 972-463-8417. That's 972-463-8417. Or visit him on the web at www.mitchellps.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Fit Body Boot Camp. What makes Fit Body Boot Camp a unique fitness program is the value of consistent coaching with a professional fitness trainer in a group environment that generates exceptionally high levels of fitness results. At Rowlett Fit Body Boot Camp, we offer complete fitness programs unlike any other that you've tried before. Our program it consists of unlimited group training sessions, fully customized nutrition planning, and a result tracking system designated to ensure our members achieve their fitness goals. Contact Tom or Mark at Fit Body Boot Camp located at 2502 Lawling Lane in Rowlett, Texas, or give them a call at 214-888-2848, or visit them on the web at www.rowlettfbbc.com. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. 
Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. At Regal and Rustic Estate Sales, let us take the burden out of hosting, staging, and cleaning of your estate sale or liquidation. We will provide reliable, friendly service with an experienced crew. We have an excellent reputation for professionalism with exceptional customer service and knowledge. We understand that staging and drawing attention to your sale is key. Most importantly, we listen to our customers' needs and pay attention to detail. That is what separates us from other local estate sales and companies as we truly care about your presentation, property, and belongings. That's Regal and Rustic Estate Sales. Contact Renee Sheffield at 972-861-0231 or check us out on the web at regalandrustic.com. If you're like me, you want your hot coffee in the morning. But as it's getting closer to summer and getting hotter outside, you'll want something more refreshing and cold. With a surefire menu of cold drinks, Scooters is sure to satisfy. Whether it's iced coffees, blenders, smoothies, or even cold tea, check out Scooters Coffee located at Rowlett Road in the 66 with a convenient drive through so you're sure to get in and out real quick and on to your business. That's Scooters Coffee located in the Timberlake Shopping Center in Rowlett. The Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports news and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. We cover it all from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. So let's do this. And now it's time for coverage of the 2016-2017 Rowland Eagles Varsity Football Team. Good evening, everybody. Welcome into the Couch Potatoes Workshop for our continuing coverage of the 2016-2017 Rowland Eagles Varsity Football Team as your Eagles are at home. Taking on the Damon Forest Rangers live from HPJ Stadium in Garland, Texas. Here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. And now it's time for the halftime show of your Rowlett Eagles taking on the Namath Forest Rangers. Brought to you by Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. All right, everybody, it is halftime here of your Rowlett Eagles taking on the Neiman Forest Rangers, coming to you live from 
HBJ Stadium as your Eagles are here in halftime. Our halftime show is set up and we'd like to thank uh, Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors for their sponsorship of the halftime show. Later on in the halftime show, we will be bringing you the Rowlett Eagles Marching Band. That's one of my favorite things to be able to bring to you. As we are at HBJ Stadium, they give us the opportunity to do that. So I'd like to thank Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors for those that listen uh, and know someone within the band or everything, you get the opportunity to hear it here. And that is so exciting as it has been set up. And if it wasn't for uh, the halftime show and us being able to do it and here being at HBJ Stadium gives us an opportunity to do that. So it's really exciting for us. Uh, We will be bringing you that at halftime. You will hear the marching band and um, so... We will bring that to you when they hit the field. Normally, the way it's set up, and it, hopefully, this is the way it's going to work here as we are set here to uh, bring you the halftime show. Normally, it's on the second half. The Rowlett Eagles are the last ones to perform. Uh, so, that's hopefully the way that it works. So, the Rowlett Eagles marching band should be secondary. So, what we're going to do until then, we're going to go ahead and we're going to play you the Rowlett Eagles recap from last week when your Rowlett Eagles were over at Williams. Stadium taking on the North Garland Raiders. Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports news and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. We cover high school sports, so let's do this. Hello, everybody. It's me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio with your 2016-2017 Rowlett Eagles Varsity Football Recap. So here is your Eagle Recap being brought to you by April Ivy of the Ivy League Realty. All your realty needs, whether you're buying or selling your home, come in contact with April Ivy at 214-524-8552 or reach her on the web at www.ivyleaguerealty.com. So here's your Eagles Recap of the North Garland Raider game. All right, we're ready to kick off. It's kicked, and it's going to be handled by Jackel Davis, and he's going to go ahead. Well, he was going to keep it in the end zone. Now he's running it back. Found the alley. He's to the 30-yard line now. Now to the 40. Now to midfield 50 to the 40. Good stiff arm to the 30. Stepped out of bounds back there, and they're going to call that a touchdown. I don't know. Let's wait for the call. Touchdown! Rowlett, Eaglesville. That foot was out on the 32-yard line, <laughs> and it was on our side. I don't know. Well, and it was awfully close. It was that close. Was, I think with the angle, though, that we have here on uh, here in the stands, it's, it'd be kind of hard for us to see along real close to that line. So the Eagles, they go ahead, and it was just a little stutter out into the end zone um, as Jack L. Davis was going to bring it out or, or knee it down, and then he decided to go, and then he decided to think about doing the knee again. Then he just took off as he caught the North Carolina Raiders sleeping. Here comes the extra kick. Aldana 
kick is up, and it goes downtown for the Rowlett Eagles. So after 15 seconds, your Rowlett Eagles get up on the board here. Seven to nothing. We're not- yeah, and that, that's actually going to go down for a 103-yard uh, kickoff return on that. And uh, all uh, David said was just uh, rolled out to the left-hand side, saw a big opening, and was able to scamper down the left sideline. Uh, you know, he, he broke off a couple stiff arms there and uh, was able to get to the end zone. So with that being said, also some great blocking by Ralph. Yes. Uh, there was a, a couple of players that very easily could have been called for a block in the back, but before they hit him, they actually fronted them and was able to make a good block and not be called for that. And they haven't been set. The stiff arm was amazing right down here at around midfield. That's what broke him in order to break down. But it pushed him toward the sideline. That's where we thought he stepped out of bounds. But that wasn't the case. The Eagles, they go up 7 nothing here, and they're going to go ahead and kick it off. It's almost like everybody's a rival because all these are Garland schools. Yep. They all know each other. They all grew up in the same location. They all play in the, in the younger football leagues against each other. So a lot of these guys know each other. All right, so we've been not arguing about, but discussing the last name of the quarterback. Honesty is what we're going to go for. Looks like honesty. It's spelled like honesty, but I think Bill is right. I think it's honesty. I think you had uh, had the H in it. I think you're right. So here we go. Fake handoff, throws the ball. Ball's caught at the 46-yard line. And what a pop. Parkman just pushed him down, Bill. It, was, it, was, it wasn't even a tackle. He was right in front of him. He just used his arm strength and knocked him right down to no, the ground. And, and uh, that was uh, Connor De- uh, Dagan that uh, caught that. And uh, he was about two yards from the first down. And uh, Parkman just came and uh, put a smack on him and went back backwards two yards. And shotgun, he's going to take off his time with the option. Finds the hole, looking to break the tackle near the 40. Now to midfield, and he's going to be brought down at the 48 yard line as big number 33. No, number 32. Wide receiver screen. Ah, ah. How about Betts out there on the far side? He read that one, and it was either a choice. He could have intercepted that ball. He went for the tackle. Um, he wanted to go for the sure thing. Good play by Betts. Loss of maybe three. Yeah, about three. So the ball's actually... And Honesty waiting for the snap. He's back to pass. He's looking. Here comes the rush. He's being pushed back to the 10-yard line. Breaks the tackle. And he is just leveled, Bill. Leveled. And the Eagles have the ball. It was a turnover. And or it, I can't tell if it was intercepted, if it was fumble, Bill. Let me know. Did you see... I don't know if you've ever watched the YouTube videos. Yeah, they, they just showed it. He looked like he got hit by a semi-truck and he just left dust in the back. What a play. So here we go. It's going to be first down and 10. And Weeks gets the snap. He's going to find the hole. Gets in. Touchdown! Rowlett! Eagles is Weeks just found the hole on the left-hand side. And even Sonny might have been able to run down through that one with a big, big hole. And he was just one step back, and then he went forward. That was designed play to take Weeks up the middle, and he definitely had a wide-open hole to to go through. I'm not saying wide-open just so you could get through it. I'm saying it was wide. (laughs) It It was big. And... So the Eagles have taken the lead 13 to nothing. Now Dana here wants to attack one more on as the kick goes up, and it does go downtown for the Rowlett Eagles. So a breakout on the football field. Here's a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We'll be right back. 14 to nothing, 526 left to go 
here in the first quarter. I was asked sometimes. Ready to go. They're going to try to do something. This is their best field position of the night. As Honesty getting the big rush after the snap. Puts up the free. He's intercepted. Pushing the ball down to the 30. Now to the 20. Cutting back in. There's a yellow hanky. That'll be a block in the back. But the interception for your Rowlett Eagles, that was Chase Taylor. And he gets in for the touch. I didn't call the touchdown. That's going against the Eagles. So they're going to take it right to the 40-yard line. So the Eagles still have the ball. First down and 10 at the Raiders' 40-yard line. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. 3.55 left to go in the first quarter. Eagles still up 14-0. Driving right now with a first down and 10 at the 15-yard line for the Eagles. Three wide receiver set this time. Back to pass, looking, going to the corner, trying to get it to Dickens. Touchdown! Rowlett Eagles as Ladarius Dickens even. Nice to be able to get that catch as he just got passed. I think it was Conway, wasn't it? Uh, All right, everybody. We are back here because your Rowlett Eagles marching band has made it to the football field. Enjoy your Rowlett Eagles marching band here at halftime. And you get to hear it all right here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles radio network. Captain Miss Alana Bouvier. 
to the Rowlett High School 20th Anniversary Celebration and Homecoming Halftime Show. The Rowlett Mighty Eagle Band presents their 2016 UIL show entitled The Road Not Taken, featuring Giannini Sonali from Symphony No. 3, Journey for Man, and Angels in the Architecture. The band is led on the field by drum majors Zach Bonar, Natalie Torres, Thomas Hunter, and Sam Farrell. They are wearing vintage uniforms to commemorate 20 years of Mighty Eagle Band Pride. Tonight's halftime show is dedicated to our longtime announcer, Brad Phillips. He passed away on September 1, 2016, after a courageous battle with cancer. Brad will always be remembered as the fine tingling 
hair-raising voice of the Mighty Eagle Band. We love you, Brad. And now, with one last introduction of his favorite band, Mr. Brad Phillips.
them down just a little bit, and since we're still at halftime and they got to get the folks back out on the football field, we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Raleigh Eagles Radio Network. Your Raleigh Eagles have the lead, 21 nothing here during the first quarter or first half of play. So let's take the quick break here. Let me hit this button right here, and we are all set here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Raleigh Eagles Radio Network. This is Sunny Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Chang Lee's Taekwondo in Rowlett. Look to Chang Lee for sports taekwondo, black belt club, demo team, fitness kickboxing, teen and adult classes, as well as children's classes. Make sure you check out Chang Lee's grand opening specials. A trial special for $29 gets you four taekwondo classes plus a taekwondo uniform, or $49 gets you one month of taekwondo classes plus a taekwondo uniform. That's Chang Lee's Taekwondo, located at 2212 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 100 in Raleigh, or give them a call at 469-506-4483, or visit them on the web at www.mychainlees.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about the Mitchell Law Firm. Looking for a bankruptcy attorney in Rowlett? Talk directly to your bankruptcy attorney, not their paralegal. Get a personal touch directly from Greg Mitchell. The Mitchell Law Firm handles a wide variety of bankruptcy-related matters, including litigation arising out of bankruptcy matters in state as well as federal court. We represent both individual and small business debtors in Chapter 7, Chapter 11, and Chapter 13 bankruptcies. For more information, come in contact with Greg Mitchell at 972-463-8417. That's 972-463-8417. Or visit him on the web at www.mitchellps.com. Don't just call any heating and air conditioning repairman. Call an expert. At Stevenson's Heating and Air Conditioning, we are your experts. Whether it's a seasonal maintenance that keeps your system running at a peak efficiency or a complete replacement of your system, Stevenson's Heating and Air Conditioning does it all. Common Sense Solutions for your home comfort. Stevenson's, where quality is our standard, not our goal. Give them a call at 972-475-3227 or check them out on the web at stevensonshvac.com. Alright, we are back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show with me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, along with the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna, as the Eagles have the lead 21 nothing here, as we just finished up halftime. It was awesome. Marching bands are always cool, Bill. Well, and you know what? I... I haven't really sat through a, a, a halftime before, and to man, I would tell you what, I was impressed, and I was also a little critical. I you thought I was a, a, a band uh, member uh, alumni or something. Yeah, they get jump, jumping on the other going. Ours was magnificent. Oh, By the way, the crowd is magnificent as well. As my picture doesn't take good pictures, but Bill's does. If you go to my uh, Twitter, uh, uh, really, it's just my full name, Bill Serna. Uh, you can see a picture of the student section, which is completely full section. Yes. Uh, it's just amazing to see the turnout that's come out here for Homecoming Weekend. As well as the other fans, as uh, family members, things of that sort, that is full side here. Uh, 
we'll, we'll try to get that sent over to Let Nation. Maybe they can get that up there. So the Eagles about ready to kick this one off to the Name and Forest Rangers. Going left to right on your internet radio dial are your Eagles as they get ready to kick this one up. And this one's going to go a little bit uh, on line drive. And it actually hit him, Bill. Maybe it didn't. So well, I don't think there was an official that had a good enough angle, angle to see that. I thought it might have got him, but yeah, I, you know, well, I think he, I think he's on the glasses. So there you go. Official didn't expect Rallo to kick that ball deep, as uh, there was no, but there was no official down uh, past the 25-yard line. Yeah, I, I think he actually hit it wrong and it went into the line drive because normally they're right into that kick right up in the air and it lands in between the 20 and 30-yard line of the other uh, side. So, your Eagles start this one off on the defensive side of the ball. Hampton is going to bring his team out on the football field, watch this running game, because that's what they got going on. Hampton's going to go up underneath center, two are in the backfield, and they got guys back, and it looks like they get it off. Yep, they look at Dylan Bauer. What a great tackle on Colford Jones as he started and got around the corner untouched. Unbelievable. This was a sweep to the right-hand side. Dylan Bauer all the way on the left-hand side and actually ran him down, not just across the sideline, but in the backfield. Yep. That was a great play defensively for your Raleigh Eagles varsity football team and Dylan Bauer. Here comes second down. There's a loss of two, so it's second down and 12. Ball's on the 23-yard line of the Naaman Forest Rangers. Underneath center is Hampton. Hampton goes ahead, pitches it off, trying to get around the corner. You pick him up two or three yards before he's wrapped up immediately. And they're just not going to get much on the running play because the Eagles are right there. Uh, running the ball is number 18 out there. That was Taylor. And on the tackle for your Raleigh Eagles was number nine. That was Bryant. Yeah, that was a great penetration by Dylan Bryant. He came from the safety position uh, all the way up uh, and uh, was able to work his way through that crowd of guys and then get that running back. So that brings up third down and seven now for the Rangers. So the Rangers need the first down, or they're going to have to punt this one away. So the Eagles want to try to hold strong. People moving around. The Eagles' defense trying to match up with them. As Hampton goes ahead, play action. He's going to roll it to the far side. He's going to get the first down, and by a couple of yards, he's pushed out of bounds there by the Raleigh Eagles. And as he just used his speed just to get around the corner, and he's brought down there by number 48, Chase Taylor. Yeah, and I don't think that was a designed run. I think he was going to pass, and then I saw that opening where he can get the first down and just rolled out. Yeah, good decision-making there by Hampton, as he could have. He could have threw the football, but as he hasn't had much success throwing the football here tonight, he decided to use the right. Right, and uh, he knew he could get to the first down, and then he decided to do that. All right, one near on the wide receivers, two in the backfield, Hampton underneath center. Is we've seen that all game long just for a couple of plays, and they get it up there to Kofor Jones and tackled from behind again and hitting it. That's Weddington that came around from the, on this near side to get him right from behind. And as he hits the line, that's where he bounces off his own players, and Weddington was right there. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I think uh, Nathan Forrest needs a, the fun to throw the ball on first down because. I don't think uh, Raleigh will be expecting that. Uh, they've got to mix it up because right now what they've been doing has not been working for them. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're losing yards every time they run the football and because the Eagles are expecting it. They know the run's coming, and they're not afraid of the one-on-one down here on the near side where the wide receiver is. Jet sweep coming to the near side and trying to get around it is not going to happen. Out there was uh, – 
that time it was uh, number 18 again. We're seeing him out there, Taylor, a lot. And on the stop as power, as well as number 48 for your Rowlett, was Chase Taylor. And, and now, once again, it was just great penetration by the Rowlett defense. And, yep. and that's what Rowlett's doing. You know, they're going to force you to pass the ball. And if you don't pass the ball, then you're not going to have success running against this team. 9.23 left to go in the third quarter as your Eagles have the lead. It's third down in about 13 or 14. They've got to get the ball to the Neiman Forest Rangers 41-yard line right now at their own 33. So it looks like a passing play, one far, one near, and there's going to be a whistle out on the football field. Someone's taking a timeout. So a quick timeout on the football field means a timeout here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. We'll be right back. At Regal and Rustic Estate Sales, let us take the burden out of hosting, staging, and cleaning of your estate sale or liquidation. We will provide reliable, friendly service with an experienced crew. We have an excellent reputation for professionalism with exceptional customer service and knowledge. We understand that staging and drawing attention to your sale is key. Most importantly, we listen to our customers' needs and pay attention to detail. That is what separates us from other local estate sales and companies as we truly care about your presentation, property, and belongings. That's Regal and Rustic Estate Sales. Contact Renee Sheffield at 972-861-0231 or check us out on the web at regalandrustic.com. All right, we are back at HBJ Stadium. A timeout there for the Neyman Forest Rangers here on 13 underneath center is Hampton. One far, one near. Hampton back pass. Slam pass caught. And that's Jones and say la vie. He had about two yards or three yards up on him. That was just a quick slant on the near side. Touchdown Rangers at 8 minutes and 51 seconds left to go in the third quarter, and they just let that one get away. Absolutely, and as, uh, Chase uh, Taylor got a bit on the possible run, and that receiver uh, was just, just went right past him. So uh, definitely uh, uh, one of those big plays that we keep talking about that uh, Rowlett tends to give up every once in a while. Yeah, but this time this was a passing play. They've been giving up a lot of running plays on those big runs, so this time it was just a little slant, kind of the same thing. Here comes the kick, and the, I think he missed it. Nope, he's saying he's good. He just went in the right side of the upright. So the name of Forest Rangers get on the board, 21 to 7. Eight minutes and 51 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Breakout on the football field means a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We will be right back. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. And we would like to thank Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors for the sponsorship of the Halftime Show as they uh, we brought in the Red Eagles. Uh, 
right. Now kicking the ball for the Rangers is number 15. That's Hernandez. He puts it up high, high, high. It's going to be handled. It's on the ground. And they fight for it. I think Nathan Forrest actually might have. Nope. They're saying the Eagles got it. So uh, that one was like a little pinball out there as it went right through. It was spinning a lot. And when they could, it just went. Just the almost exact carbon copy of what we did to them on our first uh, kickoff, as the ball uh, just went right through the numbers. Well, it is fortunate to be able to get that ball. So the ball is going to be placed at the 26-yard line for the Eagles, their own side. So on their 26-yard line is where the Eagles will start this drive out. They are going left to right out of where they're on your internet radio dials. You're rallied. Gray jerseys and the burgundy pants, and the Name of Forest Rangers with their white jerseys and orange pants. So here we go. Too far, too near for your Rowlett Eagles. Kobe Marl is going to be in the backfield with Preston Weeks. He's had an impressive first half for him as he's been accurate here in this game. Here comes the snaps a little high. The ball's on the ground, and that one's picked up. That time, the Rangers got it. It just went off of Weeks' hand. He tried to get it into the hands of Kobe Morrow, and instead it ended up in the uh, name of Forest Rangers. That was Lewis on the recovery there, Bill. Well, and it was, a, it was a high snap to Weeks, and, you know, Weeks is 6'4", and uh, trying to get that ball back down to Morrow on the high snap, it definitely disrupted the play. Definitely did. So, now, the Rangers prime. They are right now in field goal range. Ball's on the 25 of the Red Eagles. So, now, this is a really, really big uh, uh, defensive stance. They did it down there on the two-yard line, stopped them from scoring. The Eagles are going to try to do the same thing here. Two in the backfield, there's a shift out on the football field. Eagles trying to match with the shift, and they go ahead. They pitch it and get it over to Craven Jones. Or Craven Jones. Jones trying to get around the corner. I'm not doing way too much football. Craven Jones. <laughs> and on the stop for your rally at Eagles well, number 14 bats. Well, he struggled, struggled with that uh, that pitch back as he almost fumbled that as he bobbled it coming out. With him running the ball, the clock is continuing to run here in the third quarter. Eight minutes and 17 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Your Eagles up 21-7, and they are trying to stop him on a second down and 10 from the 25-yard line of the Eagles underneath center is Hampton. They get a little shift and hand the ball off. He's going to keep it. There's the option to the back, to number 24. That is QJ Thomas, and your wild Ed Eagles snuffed that one out. As Trent Gordon, what he actually did is he played the guy that he was going to pitch because the Eagles were on him. Well, that was great defense. As somebody played the quarterback and somebody played the um, the running back, and that's a great way to, add, to handle that option. Absolutely. The option play is always something that is really fun to see on the high school level. We don't get an opportunity to see it very much on Sundays in the NFL. Uh, we get the chance to see it a lot in high school. Love the option play. You get to see it every once in a while in the college game as well. Underneath center is Hampton, two in the backfield, one near in the passing. They go ahead. Action. Going to put it up there. Trying to, oh, there's a push off. There needs to be a flag. There's the flag. They're going to give it. Now, uh, McCartney. Now, they're going to give that one to McCartney. That is definitely on them. They pushed right off to gain separation. Yeah, Celebration's a little premature. Yeah, right you have to be an offensive pass appearance. No, 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 no. It's, it's not going to happen. Oh, I was going to say, my goodness. That's right. <laughs> I was going to I'm ready to fly through the booth window. So, no, that was a very clear, uh, yes, clear push, uh, off. push off. 
for him to. It's actually waited in reality. When he, he waited until he caught the ball and got into the end zone before he threw the flag. Um, if they were the way incomplete, he wouldn't have threw the flag, and you knew he wasn't going to do it. So it's. Well, and that, once again, that's kind of like that penalty in the first half. It's a costly penalty yeah. for Nathan Forrest because you, now you make it about third and about 18. Yes, you're a long way to go. No, about 28. They got a long way. But close, yeah, 28 yards. The ball is spotted on the Raleigh Eagles 43-yard line. They've got to get to the 15-yard line for the first down. So we got a long way to go. Name of Forrest here. It is down. And they haven't been giving the yards in chunks except for that one uh, slant play. No, you're absolutely When you have something this deep, this is when you send up a couple of safeties back and put them about 15 yards off the off the receiver. Yeah, back to pass is Hampton. He's looking to put the ball out. Oh, he let the hang, and the Eagles right there. He caught it. He, nope, incomplete. He went down to the ground near the 10-yard line. If he would have held on it, that would have been enough for the first down. Instead, the ball falls incomplete. Makes a fourth down for the Neyman Forest Rangers. And so, decision time here? No. They need to go ahead and bring out Hernandez. They need to kick that one away. They're still, it's 21-7. They still have an opportunity to get into this well, game. And, uh, that very easily could have been a, a pass interference on Dalen Bryant as he was all over the receiver uh, as the ball came down. This this is a one where you shouldn't be uh, playing alongside your receivers going down the field. When you're third and 28, you got to sit back on that. All right, Hernando's going to kick it. Ladera Stickens back, and that's kind of like a slappy, I call it a, a slappy, happy Gilmore kick. As it looked like it just was a swat there, and it goes into the end zone for the touchdown or touchback. The Eagles going to get the ball at their own 25-yard line to start this drive. Now the Eagles need to calm down on the offensive side of the ball. Make sure they execute plays because that's what ended up happening last time as they got the bad snap and the fumble, the ball goes on the ground, and the Neiman Forest Rangers yeah, got the cover. Yeah, right. They got no rhythm on that first Absolutely. drive. And I uh, never even got to, to get started. So hopefully they can come out here and get a first down or two and get back into their groove that they were in the first half. Five wide receivers set for your round. Let me mark that. Four. I'm seeing double here, but there's a reflection out there. <laughs> too far, too near for the Raleigh Eagles. Morrow in the backfield, the handoff tomorrow. He was a workhorse in the first half, and he's brought down there by number 44. That was Tahini um, on the stop. He got a little help with his other friends as well as the clock continues to run here in the third quarter, six minutes well, and, and 43 seconds. There's a little bit of a um, Problem with the handoff there to uh, Morrow as they struggle to get the ball to Morrow. Weeks looking for the play. Too far, too near for the Raleigh Eagles. Morrow's in the backfield as the four wide receiver set for your Eagles. As Preston Weeks having a little conversation, they're going to go ahead and change the play. Play clock's down to seven now, so now as they get it all set. Morrow's on the left. Preston Weeks gets the snap. He's back to pass. A little shot of pass. He had to get on top of it. Man, oh, man. Incomplete yeah, pass. Yeah, uh, yep. be incomplete. Wow. That was, and Morrow was up on top of it because he knew what happened last time as the ball didn't fully get into his hands. Making the, you know, like you said, it was incomplete, but he was thinking all the way that was a fumble. Well, and then, uh, I don't know, so far this half, uh, Morrow seemed like he's had some jelly fingers. He's just not been able to grip that ball very good so far. Yeah, he had a great first half for the Raleigh Eagles getting a lot of work in the first half. So now Preston Weeks 
things out and getting everybody to go. Love to hear the crowd in the background. Here we go. Too far, too near for the Eagles. Morrow in the backfield. Preston Weekend snap. He's looking to the near side. He puts it up there. Ball caught by Bolden at the 30-yard line trying to break the tackle. And he, the Rangers needed a couple of friends. And Bolden stretches it to the 32-yard line to make sure he gets the first down. They needed 10. They got 12. That was a good play by Bolden. Knowing where he was on the field in order to get the first down. Yeah, absolutely. He, he did a 10 yards and, a, and caught the ball right first down. Then just extra the effort. Spin right there. Three yards. Mm-hmm, that spin right there. Three far, one near on the wide receiver set for your Eagles as to- Kobe Morrow looking things over right now with the coaching, trying to make sure he knows where he needs to be because it looks like he wasn't even sure where he needed to be on certain plays. Now he's set. Weeks back in the backfield in the shotgun. Gets the snap. They give it to Morrow. Nope. Pass. It's caught on the slant at the 40-yard line. Pushing it down to near the 45-yard line. Number 20, Ladarius Dickens. Just do what he normally does, which is catch the football. Yakety yak, yak, yak. And that's what they do very well. And it was Larry on the stop. Yeah, once again, Weeks is putting it right between the numbers and putting it where he needs to. And then uh, Ladarius do his thing. Here's the quick pass on the near side to Bowen again. Midfield after the catch, and he's getting again. Yakety yak yak yak. Yards after the catch, and Miles asking the same thing. A little hit out of bounds, but it's not enough for a first down, or are they going to give it to him? I didn't see him give him the move it. Yep, they're going to move it. So it is first down for the Rowlett Eagles as they place the ball on the 46 yard line of the Rangers. Again, your Eagles going left to right on your internet radio dial for a wide receiver set. Too far, too near for the Rowlett Eagles. And they go ahead, get the ball pop. And it's juggled there, unable to bring it in. And I'm trying to get the number there for the Rowlett Eagles. And it's Gilly. So Gilly unable to bring it in for the yeah, Rowlett Eagles. And that was right in and out of his hands. And uh, number 24. Uh, QJ Thomas almost clearing up with that interception on the tip. Hey, we got company in the booth. <laughs> hey, how's it going? <laughs> Very good. We got, that's right. The Eagle Eye Bill Cerner here is up. So here comes the Eagle, second down and 10. Ball still at the 36 yard line. Four wide receivers set too far too near as the Eagles uh, Weeks keeps the ball and is going to push it down to the 43-yard line. Top for the Rangers was Lewis. Lewis is getting a lot of work on the defensive side of the ball. He's got about seven or eight tackles. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And that was actually going to be an option like we were talking about yep. on the other side of the ball. And, and uh, Weeks actually decided to keep that ball and then and saw a hole up the middle. Look out for the wide receiver screen on the far side. There's three of them up there, and they're kind of set with one back a little bit and one near, Bolden is on the near side. Kobe Morrow's going to be in the back there with Preston Weeks, and they're trying to get everybody set at the right spot. Weeks waiting on the snap. He looks over that side, and he's going that side. He's going to put the ball in the air just as it, now, that ball is incomplete. It was intended for Gilly, and that was a great throw in reality. It had to be behind him because right there was the name of Forest Ranger defender, and if he would have threw it on the pass where he was going to lead him, it would have been intercepted. You're absolutely right, Sonny, because most, uh, most times you look at that and say, that was a bad pass uh, threw it behind him, but he put it in a place where only his receiver would be able to get That was a great pass. It went incomplete, but that was a good idea. 3 far one near for the Eagles on fourth down, and Weeks goes ahead. He puts the ball up and kicks it, and it's going to bounce out of bounds at around, I would say around the 15-yard line. Let's see where the officials say. And I'm not sure what 
We're just we're going to mark this out of bounds. Look at where they're oh, going. There was actually a timeout before the play was. Ah, so a timeout. So, well, I think they're discussing it because there's no official that went down and marked the ball to where it stopped. There's only one. He's right there at the 15 yard line, and then they were marking it like it was going out of bounds over there. So, personal foul, illegal block below the way on number five on the offense. Oh. 15 yards will be tacked up to the end of the kick. Wow. First down. So, it's 15 yards from the 15-yard line. They're going to take it up to the 30-yard line. So, the name of Forest Rangers, they get good field position after the kick. I did not see the box, so I couldn't call it. So, um, at 3 minutes and 54 seconds left to go in the third quarter, your Eagles are still 21-7. to They're on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, and let's see if they can keep uh, name of Forest on this side of a uh, this side of the field and be able to get that ball back. Keep up with the speed. This is a quick team as they hand the ball off. Oh, no. Parkman says, ah, that ain't, you know, that was Weggington, number 30, on the stop. He popped in right there. That was a loss of maybe a couple. Well, where, where they place it, it's only going to be a loss of one. But good penetration after the handoff. There he was, right and there. A great one-on-one tackle. And it was very fundamental, kind of like I mentioned earlier about Jackal Davis. Wrap around the waist. Lift him up and just push him backwards and down. So the Rowland Eagles now in the third quarter looking pretty good right now. Second down and 11 for the Rangers. They're going right to left on your internet radio dial. Second down and 11, balls in the 29-yard line of the Rangers as they go ahead and pitch it. And they get it on the corner trying as, uh, as Jones. Kofor Jones unable to get too far, maybe a gain of one or two. And for your Rowlett, he goes on the stop as Gordon, as he made a good play, as he was fighting off a block in order to bring that one in. That's a, I like it. I'm not looking at the downage. We get a good replay on the big screen over here at HBJ Stadium. By the way, great stadium to come out to catch a good Friday night's football, regardless if you're sitting on either side. But our side is nice and cool yeah, here. Though. And then if you're on the other side, you're going to be missing a party over on this side. It's really fun. You're hearing the crowd here on the Couch Patel Sports Show. Here comes the pass for him. He just let well, hit. That was a lame duck. And if Dylan Bauer was able to turn around a little bit quicker, he could have skipped that one right out of the air, snagged it, and unfortunately unable to do so. Paul falls incomplete. Good play there by, by, by Bauer. He's staying right there with the receiver. Yeah, you're absolutely right. He was able to turn around, but even with him turning around, that ball was just so yep. uh, thrown. It looked like a duck. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he would have been able to come up with that as a receiver. had no chance of it either. Fourth down and eight for the Rangers with the ball on their own 32-yard line. Jenkins is going to be standing back at his own 35-yard line he gets there and waiting for Hernandez. That's what I was thinking. Because I'm, I'm looking at this near side here. As Dickens, he works very – is there a timeout? Yep, timeout on the football field, so they'll discuss it. That goes against the Rangers. Quick breakout on the football field means a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Wildland Eagles Radio Network. We will be right back. It always happens. 6 p.m. on a Saturday night and your heater or air conditioner goes out. What are you going to do? All the heating and air conditioning people are closed. How about 24-hour service available at 5-star HVAC contractors? You can be sure to be serviced amazingly fast. That's 5-star HVAC contractors serving Relev 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 214-457-8441. Call the experts at 5-star HVAC contractors. 
All right, we are back here on the Couch with Tender Sports Show as your Rowlett Eagles are waiting on the kick, and they go ahead and get the Hernandez, bounces it up around the 45-yard line, and Dickens decides to let it roll and mean it at the run. 27-yard line was number 19. It was Maletto. And that was why Dickens let that go. He had a uh, defender on him right when got the ball, so you're just better off not taking the risk of uh, fumbling or not picking up, picking it up cleanly. So we gone through the third quarter. There's two minutes and 13 seconds left to go in the quarter. No one was able to put it into the end zone as of right now. Let's get a quick update. What you got going on over there? You got some scores there. Yeah, uh, right now, uh, Saxe and uh, Garland. Right now, Saxe is uh, 42 to 10 with uh, 6:26 left in the, in the third quarter. How's Allen doing? Uh, Allen right now at halftime. They're up on uh, Plano 24 to 8. Here we go. First down and 10 for your Raleigh Eagles. Hand off to Mar. Bounce the big hole. He's still 30 and pushes it up to the 35. A game of about eight. Number 22 on the stop for the Rangers. That was white as well as. What? Well, no. They're going to go right to the line. Yep, they're going right to the line. The Eagles up there quick. It's second down and one. They give it to Morrow again. Morrow gets the first down and then some to the four. Trying to get around the corner. Gets to the 43. He wanted that. Number 22 on the stop. White again as he has been on the last two plays on the defensive side of the ball. The Eagles realized that their pace in the first uh, quarter where they did no huddle. They had a lot of success. Too far. One near for your Eagles. As they go ahead, they give it off to Mile. He finds the hole. Breaks it to the 40. Uh, about the 44-yard line of the name of four Rangers. Enough for the first down. They will move the chains as the clock can well, temporarily stop for the first down. That was Monet Lang that uh, ran that. Was that Monet Lang? Thank yeah, you. Good. Yeah, it is Lang. Morrow came out for uh, a sprig of water. Here we go. Too far. One. Oh, actually, mark that. Two near, one far for your Rowlett Eagles. Lang in the backfield. Thanks for the eagle eye for getting that. You play action. The slant at uh, the Darius Dickens feet, or well, it was tipped at the line to build the eagle eye. Yeah, the like bear claw. Uh, number 45, uh, Lewis Rayner was able to get a hand on that. All right, so the Eagles now in second down and 10. Ball is on the 45-yard line of the Rangers. Two near, one far in the wide receiver set for your Eagles, and it's still laying in the backfield with Preston waiting on the play call from his coach. He's going to change the play line and make sure everybody is in place and they do a little shift to make sure everybody's there. And Preston Weeks takes the snap back. He gets he's back to pass. He's looking on that far side. It's ball up right at the first down marker. That was Fatash on the catch. And he's about a yard short. He's going to bring down the third down and one as they place the ball at the 36-yard line. Good catch there. Well, by the it was. It was just a, a simple uh, in and out and uh, right to the sideline. And they go ahead and hand the ball off to Lang. Lang push. No, that is uh, Preston Weeks. He kept it. Did a little dive up and over. Gets the first down for the Rowlett Eagles. They'll move the chains again as this is a good drive for the Eagles as they have just been up to the line. No, no huddle. Just getting the job done. Four wide receivers. Set for your Eagles too far, too near. And Morrow back to the game for the Rowlett Eagles as Lang went to get his little rest and a drink. They go ahead. Delay. Get off the ball. He breaks it up the middle to the 20-yard line. And a gain of 12 on that run there. And they're going to push it right on down there. And on the stop on the other side, number 23, that was Samson. Yeah, just a, a huge hole for uh, 
Marlow a couple times uh, in this drive. And 43 seconds left to go here in the third quarter. Too far, too near, and the wide receiver set four. And they hand off to Marlow. Marlow's going to dance around, gets nowhere. He might get right back to the original line of scrimmage. And they are going to reset it. They'll get one more playoff here as we go into the third and for oh, go into the fourth quarter from the third. So the Rowlett Eagles here having some success moving the ball on the no hunt. Three near one far in the wide receiver set of four for your Eagles. Marl's going to be in the backfield as Preston Weeks looking over the sideline and getting the instructions from his coach. He's going to change the original play that was set. So Weeks back in the shotgun. Morrow pointing out the defense a little bit, and it's going to be a, a timeout. Yep, a timeout. Nope, the end of the quarter. They didn't get it off before the snap. So, quick breakout on the football field as they go into the fourth quarter. Here on the Couch Potato Sports Show, your Raleigh Eagles have a 21-7 lead here going into the fourth quarter. We'll be right back. In 1998, Scooter's Coffee was born. Co-founders Don and Linda Eccles began their amazing journey when they opened up their first drive through coffee house in Bellevue, Nebraska. Their motto is amazing people serving amazing drinks, amazingly packed. Scooters only roast from the top 10% specialty coffee beans in the world. And their specialty, the Caramelicious. If you're new to Scooters, you can't go wrong with ordering this rich velvety caramel gem. So make sure you check out Scooter's Coffee Cafe, That's located at Rowlett Road in the 66, with a convenient drive-through, so you can get onto your business real quick. That's Scooter's Caramel Cafe, located in Rowlett. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Back at HBJ Stadium, it's me, Sonny Clark, along with the Eagle at Bill Cerna as we updated the um, Rowlett page with a live update to me really quick, and then we went ahead and posted the, uh, the actual score. 21-7, to 7, your Rowlett Eagles have the lead, and they have the ball, and they're driving. Ball's on the 20-yard line of the Neiman Forest Rangers as the Eagles are set in a three-wide receiver set, too far, one near, as the Eagles got in their setup here as Weeks looking things over. He's going to keep the ball, and he's going to pass it. And he actually, that was a good play by Weeks because he was getting the rush. Number 42 from the Name of Forest Rangers, Lolly, was all over Weeks. And he stood in that pocket. He took the hit, and he knew it was going to be incomplete. It was a good play by him. Yeah, you're absolutely right. He just got that ball out there. Uh, without getting sank or fumbled, and uh, uh, just threw it in the back of the corner of the end zone where there really nobody was at. Yep. Good play by, by Weeks, recognizing that he had to get rid of the ball. Four wide receivers set for your Eagles. Too far, too near, and Kobe Morrow's. Nope, is that, that's Lang in the backfield, so Lang in the backfield again. 
And Preston Weeks making sure everybody is set. The defense moving around. It's going to be a false start on the route. Oh, a timeout by the well-led Eagles. So a timeout on the football field. We'll be back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Raleigh Eagles Radio Network. We'll be right back. Ready for the start. We can never make talking about insurance as exciting as the Kentucky Derby. However, we can make it interesting to see how much we can help you save money on your car insurance. Check out Coslow Insurance at Rowlett Road and Main Street in Rowlett, or check them out on the web at coslowinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, it is it's fresh. Back at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. Homer B. is actually next door to us. I'm going to try to wave at him, try to get his attention. Good to see Homer B. Johnson out at his own stadium as he retired this year. And see if I can catch his attention. Nope, not going to be able to go. Hey, what's up? <laughs> so, saying hi to the people in the booth next to us and letting Homer B. spread him know. Good to see him. And, you best see Homer B. Johnson. I like him. I can listen to his stories. Actually, uh, I didn't realize he was here, and, or I would have went and sat and listened to him. I got here early. He tells the best stories. All right, so your Eagles now. All set here in the third down and ten. Ball's on the 20-yard line of the Neiman Forest Rangers. It's going to be a four-wide receiver set for your Eagles. And the backfield is going to be Lang as they're waiting for the officials to go ahead and give them the okay to start. And Weeks looks over to the side to see if Coach wants to change the play. There's going to be a quick change in the play. And that means they're going to have a different formation set. So watch out for Ladarius Dickens on the slant. Here we go. Third down and ten. Ball on the 20-yard line. Here it goes. Quick pass, and it is played well by the Navy Forest Rangers as Weeks got the ball out there. Good thing he had a rocket on there. Craig Latosh was there and on the stop number 25, and I, I will find 25 one of these days because I'm missing it in my list. Oh, yep, that's right, Kevin Craigle. He's actually a running back as well, so I had him underneath the running back numbers, so... All right, fourth down and eight for the Eagles. They're going to go for it as the ball is there on the 18-yard line. Four wide receivers set. I wonder if they're just trying to get them off. Nope, they snap it. Here comes Weeks. Nice pass. Nice thing. Almost caught in the end zone as that was a good pass. by Weeks has been so much more accurate, and even when the ball is hitting the ground and incomplete, he's giving his wide receivers an opportunity to make a play on the ball. That one was to uh, Gilly out there as they're able to bring it in. Yeah, and absolutely. you got to give the credit to Anthony Ziegler on the, for the defense as he yes. was able to play that well. And, and Weeks put that ball where only his receivers were going to get it, but uh, Ziegler played it where uh, he was going to let him uh, come down with that ball. By the way, that was Rochette. That was in that that pass was intended for number two coming off of the football field. So it looked like six. That's why I thought it was Fatash. All right, the Eagles on the defensive side of the ball. Here comes first down for the Rangers. There's going to be a yellow hanky out on the football field. I thought that was a delay. So let's see what they're going to call here. It's either a delay or a false start. Yep, you're right, Bill. Uh, they're going to pick that flag up. Yep, they're going to pick the flag up. So uh, evidently something did not happen that they thought they would. 
First down and 10, balls on the 18 yards of the Rangers. Rangers going left to right on your internet radio dial, 11.08 left to go here in the fourth quarter as the Eagles have the lead 21-7. to And here comes first down and 10 for the Naval Forest Rangers. Two near one far as they go ahead and keep it. Nope, he came in around the corner. Great play by Hampton, pushing it down for about 10 yards. And that was just, he knew what he was going to do on that bill. He went right to the side of that football field after he got the snap. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That was a design play. That was great, uh, great penetration by Wigman uh, to come up behind him and get that. Play. Yes, get good that. play from behind. Second down and one. He didn't get the full ten, so it's second down and one. Ball is on the 32-yard line. They got to get it to the 33 for the first down. So it opens up the playbook. Ten-year, one far, so they can do just about anything here. So let's see what they do. Back to pass and putting it up there. A little fader, Hampton tried to. Give it out to his wide receiver. Just a little bit too far on the outstretched stands on number 11. That was McCarthy. And there's a yellow hanky out on the football field. Who's this going against, though? Uh, it looks like it's going to be against Rowlett as they were uh, hand-jocking down the field. So they're probably going to call defense holding. So let's see what the yellow uh, hanky is all about from the white hat. Holding on the defense. That's your Rowlett Eagles. So that will give them an automatic first down as well. They'll get the defensive holding and the automatic first down. They'll push the ball up to the 37-yard line. On the defense, number 22. They give that to Jack L. Davis. So the automatic first down for the Rowlett Eagles. Defense is going to have to try to hold back this Ranger offense that has been moving the ball here. Uh, quickly. Here we go. McCarthy underneath. Mark that. That is Hampton. Pitches it off. Gets it around the corner, pushing it to the 41-yard line, 42-yard line. And that is Kofor Jones. And there's a couple. That's Betts who's down on the ground. A couple of players are down. So I'm not sure if they're hurt or just wanting help up. So looks like there might be an injury timeout on the football field. So we'll take a break here on the injury timeout. We'll be back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. We'll be right back. Whether it's buying or selling a home, there is no bigger decision than choosing the real estate agent who will represent you during the transaction. Brian Chadwick of JP and Associates Realtors is here for you. 12 years in the property management business has afforded him great insight into the real estate needs of his clients. He serves all his clients as he served his country, with honor and integrity. With Brian Chadwick, you will have a dedicated, honest, and hardworking realtor in your corner. To experience what he can do for you, call Brian Chadwick today or visit him online. This is Sonny Clark, the radio voice of your Rowlett Eagle, telling you to contact Brian Chadwick at 972-533-9059 or visit him on the web at brianchadwick.jphomesforsale.com. That's Brian with a Y, not an I, chadwick.jphomesforsale.com. Here's another tip for a healthier you from Fit Body Boot Camp. One of the best things you can do for a healthier you is to instill yourself a love of water rather than sugary drinks. Soda pop and juices are filled with empty calories that encourage weight gain. 
the easiest way to do that is to stock your house with lots of bottled water or filtered water. Don't even have the soda pop readily available, so you'll grow a custom of only drinking water. This has been another healthy tip from Mark Hall and Rowlett Fit Body Boot Camp. Give them a call at 214-888-2844 or visit them on the web at www.rowlettfbbc.com. Back at Harbor Beach Johnson Stadium as they go ahead and get their player off the football field. Here comes second down and five for the Rangers as his three wide receivers to near one far. And uh, his hand ran into Craven, uh, Mark Dak, Hofer Jones. And on the stop for your rally, he goes number 48. And, of course, that is Chase Taylor. And that's going to bring up third down at about one, well, even maybe the, two. Even with the miscommunication there, he's still able to pick up three or four yards on his left. Great recovery um, by Hampton to be able to make a positive out of that. Speed. He just used the speed. Good plays with his feet. That makes all the difference when you got a broken play. You, you use your feet. Here we go. Two near, one far for the Rangers. One in the backfield under center is Hampton. Hampton's going to keep it on that same play. This time they dump it out and make sure that he doesn't get around. There's going to be a player down on the ground. I'm not sure if he's going to come out. Nope, but he's going to stay in the number five. That is uh, Tyreek James. So he's actually going to go off the field. He's holding the wrist really quick. So, um, so He's going to be able to look at it. looks like he's going to be okay. So that brings up a first down. They got enough for the first down. That's all they needed as they pushed the ball to the 49-yard line of the Rangers. So they're almost at midfield on the first down and 10 for the Rangers. Two near, one five for the Rangers, one in the backfield for the Rangers as well. That's Willis back in. They give it to trying to get it around to Hampton. He puts the ball. It's intercepted by the Eagles. That's Courtney. He's going to push it down to the Rangers 40-yard line. And there's an eagle down on the football field. Hopefully he's okay. He's getting up and moving. There's a yellow hanky that was just far as well. So I, let's find out. I think that's going to be a personal foul against the Rangers. I thought there was a little extracurricular uh, activity on the near side here next to the coach. Now, coach is calling everybody over to talk a little bit. He's going to get everybody under control uh, and get them set and so they know what's going to go on. Yeah, it's just going to be a late hit as number 74, um, Stephen Mudd, uh, tackles the return guy out of bounds and uh, kept tackling him out of bounds. And, Gordon. Uh, Gordon. And the uh, and Alright, so the 15-yard penalty also moves the ball down after they march off 15 yards. The ball's going to be placed at the 22-yard line of the Rangers as it's 8 minutes and 38 seconds left to go in tonight's contest. Your Eagles still have the 21-7 lead. No scores in the second half, sort of like last week, but I think they were laying up a little bit last week. But no, I agree. Uh, not this week. They're trying to get the ball into the end zone. 8.38 left to go in the game. They're going to try to get into the end zone. Four wide receiver set for your Eagles. Too far, too near. And in the backfield is tomorrow. As he do get set out on the football field, as Preston Weeks looks it over and looks over to the side to get the play from the coach. And it looks like he's going to keep it the same. And 
Weeks waiting on the snap. He gets the snap. He goes ahead, gives it tomorrow. He finds a little crease there, and he's going to push it down to about the 19-yard line. So a gain of about what looks to be a four. So it's going to be second down and six. And on the stop for the Newman Forest Rangers was number 44. That was Tahimi. And the clock continues to run here on those running plays. That's what the Eagles have been doing so well, managing the clock. This is the time, though, you don't want to put the ball up in the air. You want to take time off the clock with a 21-7 lead with eight minutes left to go here in the game. So I'm looking for them to run the ball, so see what happens. they got two guys that can do it. Yep, Weeks keeps it. Quarterback keeper pushing it up. Look at him bounce off there down to the 10-yard line. That's going to be enough for the first down. Yep, that'll be enough for the first down. And on the stop is Sampson, and the Eagles move the chains. Yeah, you're absolutely right. All, all he do is just wait for his blockers, take that ball up the middle, and use his size to be able to get extra yards. Yeah, I don't expect him to pass this ball at all. These are going to be running plays. Week's going to keep it. He's going to find a hole after a missed tackle. Push it down to the one-yard line. So Week's there. Pick up a 10. And on the stop again, number 45, that one's brown. Well, and then talk about a great awareness by a quarterback to find the holes and to see the grooves that he has there that he's able to get through and pick up positive yards. As they hand it off to Morrow, Morrow is going to be wrapped up. He got uh, ran behind a wall of his own players as there was good blocking uh, from the defense to push through to get it. And now it's Tahimi on the stop. And that's going to bring up second down or third down and goal from about the two-yard line. And Weeks is back in shotgun with Morrow. Weeks is going to camp it. He's going to push a touchdown! Wow, man! Eagles busting Weeks. He just finds the hole on the left-hand side and splashes in. Well, and you knew it was coming. You, yep. you, you could see it happening. So uh, all he had to do is just use his strength and his size to get into the end zone. And we have time off the clock. There's six minutes and 54 seconds left to go. The Eagles have taken a 27-7 lead pending this extra point. They'll see if they push it up and try to get more here. So, Eagles looking really good in tonight's contest as it's 28-7 as the kick goes downtown for the Rowland Eagles. So, the Eagles are on the board again here. And the first time in the third quarter, we're on the football field, we'll be right back. The prospect of retirement can be exciting and scary at the same time. At Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, we have found many people either approaching or currently in retirement failed to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. What is it? How does it work? It's simply not a benefit that you start receiving at age 62. Because these decisions are so important, my firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy of Social Security Maximization, please give our office a call today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nesteggadvice.com. At home of B. Johnson Stadium, your Eagles up 28 to 7. Six minutes, 54 seconds left to go in tonight's football game as Bill is scanning the crowd here tonight as the crowd's beginning to move out. You see the, the red lights heading on the way out. They think that they're all ready to go. Looks like the Eagles are going to bring home a victory here tonight at home of B. Johnson Stadium there, Bill. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And 
they made it a little interesting, but they were able to uh, pull it out here. All right, so fair catch called at the 25-yard line, and fair catching it was Samson. So actually, they're going to put that one. Where are they going to place that one? Let's see here. They're going to place it at the 26-yard line. So the Rangers now are going to start this drive as the clock is going to probably go. This is a football team that runs it. So whether or not that they will go ahead and continue to run the ball, they probably need to put the ball up in the air to conserve a little time if they want to try to get more points out on the football field. As the Eagles do have the lead, the play clock's down to 20. Now they're just getting out to the football field. So the Rangers are going to be all set and ready to go. The Eagles defense is going to try to stop them. They're going to put that ball at the 25-yard line. Here's first down to 10 for the name of Forest Rangers. One far, two in the backfield. They go ahead and hand it to the up end. Trying to get around the corner. Pushing it down is not going to get very much. As pushing it down there is Willis. As your Eagles whole defensive line on the left-hand side was able to bring them down there. As the Eagles penetrated really well to make sure they're a big yard. Well, and this is a, this team of Forest team is not a quick strike team where you're going to see a lot of uh, a lot of big plays that happen. So you know there's going to be a little bit out of their element to be able to do something like that. Uh, the announcement here we go. Let's see, is second down and six for uh, Raleigh Eagles defense. Here's the pass across the middle. Great play on the ball. How about and there's a number we haven't seen very much. Number nine Brian out there making a big play yeah, in the seen, passing game. We've seen a lot of Brian here in the second half. Yep, and uh, by the way, it was uh, Miss Wesson. Wesson's wife is out here. It's good to see her out there. She's over in the booth next to us. I looked at I knew that lady. <laughs> so, good to see her out here on a nice night here for Rowlett Eagles football. 28-7, big-time sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles as well as on the year with Sonny Clark, as we had our show this past week. Here we go. Third down and six for the Neiman Forest Rangers ball at the 30-yard line. And back to pass is Hampton. Hampton puts it up in the air. And getting behind him is number 88. That was Lewis. He's going to push it down to 10. Fumble on the play. And the Neiman Forest Rangers recover in the end zone for the touchdown. Oh, that's back. That's right, because they fumbled it into the backfield. So it's a touchback. They fumbled in the end zone. Yeah. And and Raleigh was able to come up with uh, oh, they're, they're, yeah, 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 I was going to say, yeah, that, that would have been a touchdown. Here's the replay as Lewis had the ball, and coming from behind, they just popped it out at about the 10-yard line, and then fighting it to the end zone and trying to get the ball where the Eagles, and getting it was number 23, Lane. No, it was actually Jack O'Davis. 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 Jack Instead of just tackling him, he actually came up behind him and just put that ball out of yes. him. did not see him. And then uh, Jack was able to get that, uh, that recovery there in the end zone also. Yeah, as he was moving his elbow back as he was running, he popped it in the, out of from behind. So the Eagles get the ball at their own 20-yard line to start this drive after the touchback. I thought it goes to the 25. Maybe, maybe it's different than the on kickoff. Got it. Thank you, Bill. Bill, the Eli, no knows the rules as well. Quick pass on the far side. Ball caught, gained a two, and that was uh, moving on the far side. So, gain of two as the clock is continuing to run here with four minutes and 43 seconds left to go. Your Eagles up 21, uh, marked at 28 to 7. 
And they have the ball. Second down and eight from their own 22-yard line. Going right to left on your internet radio dial. Quick pass on the far side. There's a yellow hanky out on the football field that came from the next side. That's probably going to be a hole against the Rattle Eagles that might back them up there, Bill. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The way he threw that. I yeah. Like he threw it, it, it right down to the ground. Well, I'm not sure if it's going to be a hold or if that can be a, a, a Ah, leading man downfield. That's what it is. That's why he was putting it where he wasn't supposed to go further then. That's the reason why he threw it down. So, uh, legal man downfield as that play broke down. Well, I'm saying a play like that, that's a time you say. Your goal is to get that guy out to the sideline and then um, as quickly, and then your your offensive linemen are ready to break. And there's a timing thing where they're counting the three and they're breaking. Yep. Second down and 13 after the penalty. The ball's on the Raleigh Eagles 17-yard line. Four wide receivers set too far too near for your Eagles. A man in the backfield. Quick pass to this near side. Gets it to let Darius Dickens at the 20-yard line. Trying to get around the corner. He just juked and jived. <laughs> Number seven right there was Hubbard. And he just, he left him, he left his shoes back at the 20-yard line. He pushed it up to the 26. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It was some great moves by uh, just so you know, Garrett Hermes is, is in the ballgame right now. Thank you very much. Hermes in the field for the Eagles. Too far too near. Appreciate that. Hermes with the ball. Quarterback keeper pushing it up the middle. And they're going to put it at about the in between the yeah, at the 28-yard line. And that will bring up fourth down for the Eagles. So they're going to have to make a decision here. Are they going to go for on fourth down or are they going to go ahead and punt the ball? Hermes still in the game. Here comes the punting unit. And... Let's see, Dylan Watts usually handles the punting duties. Nope, it's going to be number 45, and that's going to be Reyna. So Reyna in to handle the kicking duties here. He's going to be standing at his own 19-yard line. One back for the Rangers. I wish he would have turned. I would have got his number. And that one's going to be kicking. It's going to go over, and it goes off the side of his foot, and it's going to go out of bounds. Hey, yeah, I was gonna. I don't even know why they do that. Just mark it where it went out for crying out loud. It's the 43 yard line. So the Rangers get pretty good field position here as they're still fighting the. You know, they. This is a good time actually for the Rangers in reality. You got a strong defense that you're playing against, and you really got Lake Lucentennial that you're going to be playing. That's going to be tough. So they get an opportunity to get some plays in here against a good defense, and this is a time to learn about your team right now. Yeah, you're up there. And then for, for the most part, for the defense, actually held up pretty well tonight. They've only had uh, well, that's a 28 points, which is their lowest output for the year. So the Rangers, they go ahead. They get it on the end of the round here for the <laughs> pushing it out. Number 24, that was Q.J. Thomas. And Washington, <laughs> he caught him about five yards behind the line and pushed him back another seven. <laughs> yeah, and, and there was just nothing he could do on that. Uh, that was just an open one-on-one uh, open field tackle. So that was a great job by Washington after that round. So the clock is continuing to run with three minutes and 28 seconds left to go. Your Eagles are going to improve tonight to 6-0. and And that's a good performance here tonight. And this, the Rangers are going to win some football games later on this season as well. Well, now I can see why they're 4-2 and and 2-0 and in the district so far. Is it? They're good quality team. Definitely. They're a little work up 
passing game as they're trying to get around the new quarterback in number 13, and that is Gutierrez um, at the quarterback position for the Neiman Forest Rangers through an incompletion there. So it's going to bring up third down and 15. And they got to get the ball down to the 33-yard line for the first down as the clock stopped after the incomplete pass. Three minutes and four seconds left to go in tonight's contest. Good effort here. Both sides of the ball give up only one slant play, which led to the seven points for the Neyman Forest Rangers here. Good defensive uh, performance as well as they go ahead and hand the ball off. Gain of two right the middle. A lot of people there. Number 42 on the stop for your Rowlett Eagles. That was long. Never had a chance to call his name out there very much. No, and you start to see some shuffling man yep. with uh, the defenders and getting some uh, fresh legs in there. Get some guys that they haven't had a chance to play to uh, uh, get some reps. And... Who we got next week, Bob? Uh, next week we have South Garland. South Garland. Thursday night. Thursday night. Thanks for telling me. Yeah. I, <laughs> no, I'm going to be And I'm going to be close by myself. South Garland, the uh, Colonels. Uh, so the Eagles are actually the visiting team. They'll be on the other side of the football field. They'll probably fill up that side. Here we go. Eagles uh, defense playing, and they put the ball up night, and that was Gutierrez putting the ball up like that long floater there. One of those uh, long ducks that uh, yeah. uh, came through. So. And McCarthy unable to bring that one in for the Neiman Forest Rangers. So that brings up fourth down, and they'll bring on the kicking unit. Still two minutes and 13 seconds left to go. The Eagles are primed. They're going to work the two-minute uh, clock. This is a very vital time for them because this is a good defense. So trying to push the ball, finding out, and getting that chemistry put together so that they can out because they got Lake Goose Centennial to play still. They still got Saxing, so this is a good time. I don't think this is a time where you'll, you'll still see them run the ball, but they are going to be working on something. Somebody else in the backfield, that's not the North. That's Lane. That's Lane. He's just a tall kid. Look at that. He's much taller. Four wide receiver set for your Eagles. Too far, too near. And laying in the backfield with Hermes. And Hermes you had to get on the ball, had to fall on it. As he goes back to the 38-yard line as the Rangers, number 14 on the stop there. That was Dennis. That was that Dennis is his last name. He's not the, uh, so it's not his first name, um, like my brother. Clock continuing to run here with a minute 56 left to go. Brings up second down. Loss of eight on that as that was a big loss there for well, the Eagles. You've seen so much on the offenses, too, as you're seeing some uh, newest years. Yep, four wide receiver set for your Eagles, too far too near in, in the backfield with Hermes. Hermes is going to take it on the option. He's going to slip and slide and push his way up to the 39-yard line. And so gain of about one, maybe two on that one. Yeah, about one as they move. They bring it up to third down. Everybody's trying to get out. There's going to be no rush getting out of here tonight as the uh, line to get out of here is beginning to – uh, start. So those that are expecting people home, it's going to take them about 10-15 minutes just to get out of the parking lot, just to let you know those that are driving home. It looks like uh, they're going to the Wildcat here. Yeah, here we go. The Wildcat. Three far. One near. They go ahead. Hand the ball off. Lang jukes and jives. Pushes it down to the 41-yard line. So a gain of two on that. That brings up fourth down. So the Eagles are going to probably end up punting the ball here uh, to push the ball Unless they go for it on fourth down, I, uh, so it's what I say, fourth down and 15. Yeah, I think they're just going to run it on fourth down because uh, they're going to run the clock down to about uh, 10 seconds here. Yeah, so they're going to 
Yeah, yeah, or run the penalty. They'll probably run the clock down, then call the timeout, then kick the ball, I imagine. Oh, yeah, go ahead and... So, four seconds, three seconds, here comes the timeout. All right, so the timeout with 19 seconds left to go. We'll take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Raleigh Eagles Radio Network. We'll be right back. If you're like me, you want your hot coffee in the morning. But as it's getting closer to summer and getting hotter outside, you'll want something more refreshing and cold. With a surefire menu of cold drinks, Scooters is sure to satisfy. Whether it's iced coffees, blenders, smoothies, or even cold tea, check out Scooters Coffee located at Rowlett Road in the 66 with a convenient drive through so you're sure to get in and out real quick and on to your business. That's Scooters Coffee located in the Timberlake Shopping Center in Rowlett. Nineteen seconds left to go in tonight's contest, twenty-eight to seven. Your Eagles are gonna get the victory as they are gonna go ahead and take the snap and run it around a little bit on fourth down. Maybe even try to get the first down. <laughs> Doubt it. No, they got the kicker no, in. So they're gonna go ahead and kick it. So they go ahead, pop that, and Renner puts the ball up in the air. He hits one of the Rowland Eagles players at the thirty-five and I'll stop it with nine, eight. Seven, there's the whistle. Seven seconds left to go in tonight's contest. Good defensive uh, effort here tonight. And uh, big time, uh, we've seen it from one game to the next. We've seen improvements at the quarterback position from weeks. A little bit better accuracy here tonight. Uh, Ball's getting down a little bit lower instead of a little bit higher. They've been taking off on him. And I don't know if it's just slipping out of his hands or what. But that having been said, looking really sharp here tonight. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And then we saw that the uh, with the defense, that goal line tend to have there oh, yeah. in the second quarter where, uh, you know, uh, Naomi Forrest had four chances to get in the end zone and we were able to stop them on the one-yard line. All right, one play and then they're going to get on out of here as the Naomi Forrest Rangers get it all set and it's Hampton underneath. Nope, it's actually Gutierrez. He's going to run it here to the near side, take it down to the 42-yard line, and that's going to do it for tonight's contest. Real Eddie was getting the 28-7 win here tonight. And there's nothing more that you can really say as far as the Eagles coming in, knowing that they had to play good here tonight. They knew what was coming in, but that was the difference tonight. The Wild Red Eagles knew what was coming to them 80% of the time, sometimes even 85% of the time. And when the Eagles know what's coming to you, you're not going to get very much. And, in fact, the score that they scored on was actually a slant pass. So they didn't get anything on the run with that smash up the middle like they've been given up here, so that's good to see. But when a one-dimensional team plays this rally at Eagles, they are able to stuff it down. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And then they did a great job at uh, uh, you know at taking Neiman Forest out of their game. And Neiman Forest throughout the game kept trying to push that run and get that run to work, and it just wasn't going to really happen with this rally at uh, defense. And one time that they were able to get Rowlett was on the pass. And, yes. And I think it's because Rowlett, by that time, was expecting one all yeah. night long. So, uh, they, they, you know, they caught the, uh, Rowlett on, on it, too. 28-7 victory for your Rowlett Eagles here tonight as they turned off the scoreboard. They're, <laughs> they're giving us the signal, aren't they? They want us out of here. <laughs> 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 
But in the season, I think it'll be past October in the third quarter. Yes, get everybody out of here. But a good effort here tonight for your Raleigh Eagles and also keeping it underneath the three-hour limit that we get for the calls. Everybody got to listen to it on the website. They didn't have to call in uh, for the extra. So that's always good. But that's what happens when you get a running team as well. The clock. Uh, keeps the time coming up. We were out of the first half within an hour. Uh, so, and even when they went a little bit over on the halftime, it still didn't uh, do too much here. So, yeah, it would be a total opposite once we uh, play sacks. Yes, you got two, two throwing teams. Uh, we could be here for a while. Yes, should be out. And they turned off our crowd music. Folks, I didn't do it. <laughs> That's how quick they want us out of here. They, they might as well just get a sign and say, please get out of here. <laughs> it's Friday night. We want to go home. But it is Friday night. Friday night lights. There's nothing better than being at home at the Johnson Stadium on a Friday night. Uh, catching Raleigh Eagles varsity football. We will be bringing you the rest of the season right here from home at the Johnson Stadium. As the rest of the season, they play here at the stadium two times as a visitor and two times as the home for the last four games. Eagles start off 6-0, and and, you know, we haven't seen that. I mean, even with Logan Bonner as the guy, he was the leader of the football team. They never started off at a 6-0 and record, and this was a good game. And I, I think in pre- preparation for a good football team such as Lakeview Centennial, Saxy Dive is going to be coming through. Getting these victories here will get them primed and set up. If for some reason they drop the ball in two games, they're going to still make the playoffs with no problem. So we're going to be going somewhere, um, hopefully near, uh, trying to keep it close. Uh, if they end up in first and second, they'll play up here. If they end up third or fourth, they'll end up make, making their way down to Waco in that area as well. If I re- read that thing right. Um, so um, hopefully Hopefully we can keep it around here. We will be bringing you that action here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rally Eagles Radio Network. Uh, so, uh, looking forward to the South Garland game. It might be one of those games where we're going to have to have entertainment going through here, um, as well as the play call, because uh, unfortunately South Garland just—they're it, it, just not. And this is another team that doesn't. Have, we have 63 players out on this football field tonight. 39. Last week it was the probably even last. 26. So coming into the South Garland, I don't know how many they got here, but I know they don't have a full uh, full roster of players as well. So we're going to get the combination of players playing both sides of the ball, getting tired where we'll have fresh legs in it. So Yeah, you're absolutely right. We're going to be facing a team that's 0-7 on the season so far and, and uh, really struggling. They've, they've had some good showings here in district so far. Uh, last night with against North Garland, they had an opportunity to – to at least tie that ball game towards the end of the game and and miss a two point conversion. So, uh, but the, you know the, the caliber of what Raleigh has, it's really going to be a, a, a tough night for South Garland. So I'll, I'll bring my uh, uh, tap dance shoes and we'll uh, entertain the heck out of y'all. Definitely. So that's going to do it for us here tonight on the Raleigh Eagles Radio Network. You will get that each and every week. And don't forget, Raleigh Eagles Varsity Basketball is going to be kicking up around the holidays. We're still trying to get our creds for the holiday tournaments. If we get the creds, we'll be, we'll, we'll be bringing you those games here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. So um, in the holiday time. If not, the season's going to kick up in January, so uh, we'll keep working on it. We'll keep you informed as far as that is concerned. Don't forget about On the Air with Sunny Clark. Next week, we have Cindy Burkett's uh, candidate that she's running against, Retta... Jeez, um, I, I forgot her last name. My first name is Retta. I know... Here it is. Retta Andrews-Jackson is got, uh, running against uh, Cindy Burkett. 
in the uh, District 113. That's the Rowlett area. So we'll have her on, get her, uh, get her agenda, what she's going to put out there on uh, on the air with Sunny Clark next week. So I uh, will also try to get Cindy Burkett on there and talk a little bit more about her format on what she's running on and what her uh, important things that she wants to uh, get across to the public so people know what's going on. So that's going to do it for us here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Join us on Sunday morning as we will be bringing you NFL. We'll go through each and every game. That's over on www.thecouchpotato.wix.com forward slash sports show. You can catch that on Sunday morning, 9 a.m. We'll be doing that live. We'll take a look at all the NFL games as well. That's going to do it for us tonight here from HBJ Stadium. So for the Eagle Eye Bill Center, I'm Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. I hope everybody has a good evening. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.